What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Season Gaming BitCast Halloween Special. I am your host, Mr. Ains117, coming at you tonight. Fresh outfit, old armor, you know how it goes. Joined by my blank-faced friend, the D himself. He's still a 7 in my book, but I love him. What's happening? Can I make a 7 with this? Is that backwards? No. (laughs) 7. No, I can't do it. I'm always backwards. The stupid camera. Hey, I'm good. I'm good. I just got back from a Halloween party. Yeah, yeah, um, I can tell. I can tell. Yeah. yeah. This is How was it? Too, by the way. It was it was mediocre. So, you know, there was a Master Chief there, my little nephew. I liked you it. Know. Yes, I liked yeah, it. Yeah, I sent you a picture of that. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Actually, crazy enough, same size outfit as our friend Luke. So, I mean, it, it's, it was crazy. <laughs> it was exactly the same. Same size and everything. By the way, awesome. just for Luke, if you're going to be Master Chief, at least you got to have the suit, man. You can't be Master Chief without me on there. Come on. <laughs> like the, the $13 uh, like Walmart special. It's great. But you know what? I, I respect it because it's, you know, he got, he got, the, he got the thing for, the, for, for his rifle in the back. Is that yes, he did do a sling. He did do a sling. Were the, were, yeah, were those official Halo no. Nerf guns? No. Oh yeah, they they were the Halo Nerf guns. Yeah, he made the sling himself. Oh okay. yeah, gotcha. yeah. I should have sent him this to walk around with the Griff Ball. This is not many people yeah. have this. I'll tell you what, man. Yeah, I'm we're we're haloed out for tonight. I was actually everyone. I was going to dress up as something different, but seeing as it is Halo season, um, we went with Chief. Mm-hmm. Now, the dark side of Bitcast, the contrarian himself who barely looks like he can see right now. Mr. Travis, what's happening, brother? It's me, Tyler. I like how your hand came up and it was like ghost Wait, white compared to everything else. I'm, like Tyler I'm, I'm, I'm Tylo Ren. Get out of here with this. <laughs> Wishing you an adequate Halloween. <laughs> oh, my God. Adequate. <laughs> oh, my God. So what's going on, everyone? Uh, chat, good to see you guys. What I can see of you, this is hot and hard to see through. Um, if we sound a little weird, obviously, there may be some echo. So apologies if you're listening to this uh, later. Um, but thank you guys uh, who are in the chat tonight. So we're going to have fun with this one. We're going to talk about what we're playing and a few things from the week. But overall, we're just going to have fun. We're going to talk about how, some Halloween stuff. We're going to have a segment dedicated to Dan that Travis is going to grill him on a few things. Um, yeah, it should be a good time. Just a reminder, and certainly don't feel obligated, but any Super Chats tonight, we are going to donate to Extra Life. Um, we don't typically do that with our Super Chats, but we're going to do that tonight, too. So, guys, how's everyone doing tonight, man? I hope everyone's good. Looking forward to Halloween tomorrow. We thought we'd, uh, we thought we'd have a little fun with this one. Let's do it, man. Yeah, kind of. Uh, I'm trying to drink. Uh, I don't know how Chief stays hydrated. It doesn't doesn't work too well. So we'll see. We'll see. All right, God, right, warm under this mask. Uh, yeah, I'm warm, and this is fogging up. Like Chief's technology, <laughs> you would think this they'd have going... better technology in 2559, but you know. straight off the rails already. Tylo Ren is beginning to think this was a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, man. oh, guys, thank you already. Uh, Dan, why don't you hit these super chats real quick? Let me get to them. Bear Damn, with me. I know you guys are crazy, yeah. man. Hassan, the four ninety nine super chat. Thank you, sir. Where am I? Clown face emoji. Clown I'm face asking emoji. The same question. <laughs> you know what? I, I need to go get this a little bit later because I have a I have an alternate form, 
and I wonder if I could get people to guess what it is. It'd be All right, well, well, well hold on. Let's get through these. Me and Travis will talk about something, then you can yeah. go get it. Gamer Graham with the $10 oh, Canadian. Has, oh, yeah, sorry, Hassan, thank you very much, brother. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a thank you. Okay. Thank you, Hassan, my Chicago brother. All right. No, now you're on Gamer Graham. All right. I'm on Gamer Graham. All right, Graham. All right, $10 Canadian. Happy Halloween and have a great show. Got to support the kids. Much love to you. Any segment dedicated to Chet? Yes. I, oh, yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah. We can. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Yeah, for sure. Chet. That's yeah. <laughs> the extent of the sword tonight. It's time. All right. Shit. Sorry. Sword's a little touchy. All right, we got another super chat from Mr. Tao. Let me get to him real quick. Yeah, Tao. $20 super chat. Thank you so much, man. Great costumes, guys. Ains and Travis, as the Halo lore guys, do the comics cover enough, or should I read the books as well? Ooh, you should read question. the books. And the books, yeah, also Thank answer, you. the books also answer questions like the one Mario Mariano Pompa asked, which is, how does Chief go to the bathroom? In the lore, you find that the Spartans do go to the bathroom in their suits, which it it takes care of that for them. So well, that is covered yeah, in Halo lore. Yep. Yeah, I got to get a real one. I've got the budget suit on right now. Yeah, um, go, he, has to, he has to take just it off go. and everything. <laughs> or, or he just or he just goes and lives with the shame, whichever. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Tal, thanks so much, man. Always appreciate it. Um, yeah, we are gonna kind of have more of an interactive show tonight. So if you're listening to this later, we'll try to kind of read out um you know some of the comments and kind of make it like that but the whole point of this show is to have some fun with the with the chat as well so all right let's move on guys um let's talk about what we're currently playing we'll go through some of that like i said just a couple topics we're going to talk about halo campaign footage and playstation state of play but then we're going to move into some halloween stuff some horror games other things so um travis i know we talked last week about riders republic um so you uh you kind of caught up on playing. I know you've been playing it quite a bit. Um, yeah. Um, I, I put a lot of time into it, I think, on Thursday and Friday. Um, what are you thinking of it now? Because I, for me, I actually, it surprised me. I'm having, I, I thought it was going to be good, but I'm having an even better time with it than I thought I was going to. You in the same space, or are you kind of different? Um, yeah, I, I'm liking it. I sort of didn't really have any opinions of it uh, before I played it. it you know, it just looked like a, an extreme sports game that was copying off Forza Horizon. Um, yeah. And now after playing it, the one thing I will say that I'm like shocked by is exactly how much it copies Forza Horizon. Like it's, it's kind of ridiculous, like right down to the UI, like they, they do so much that Forza Horizon does. Yeah. Um, but that said, Forza Horizon's awesome, and if you're going to model your game off of something, that's not a that's not a bad one to model it off of. So, yep. um, I'm like, I think I'm at like 500 stars. I've just completed my second or third uh, boss event for one of my careers, so I'm like getting to the point where I'll probably write the review tomorrow if I can if I can get more time in tonight. But yeah, I've been playing it a ton. So I was going to say 500 stars. You're up there. I'm I'm just closing it on 300. I think so. Yeah, I did. Um, I did pretty much most of the activities and found all the collectibles and and all the lookout points and all that stuff so i'm i'm sort of just sweeping across the map now just finishing everything off so awesome awesome yeah. but i'm yeah, liking I put it. A, um, i'm sorry i'm liking it uh, yeah like like you said more than you thought it would i sort of didn't have any opinions but like if you've played other ubisoft like sports games they're actually pretty good like um steep if you ever played that that one yeah. was also kind of surprisingly good so 
Um, yep. Yeah, just to sort of like their record on sports games. Yeah, and this is built on the foundation of Steep, uh, same developers and some of the yeah. core elements there. They're, even if you go to the controls, you can even put, uh, there's an option for Steep controls for people who were used to it in that game. So, um, yeah, I put my review in progress up on the site. Uh, no score or anything, just kind of overall impressions, some thoughts, some things for people to check out. So that's actually gotten a number of hits, which is nice. Um, and I presume that uh, both of our final reviews will be up um, beginning of the week. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to have my first draft in on Monday, so it'll probably Sweet. be live like on Wednesday, if I had to guess. There you go, guys. So I know a few people were asking me about it. Uh, I think some in the chat, actually. I know Graham just got his copy. Uh, good to see everyone, man. Tell we got Pomp in the house, Toolman, Bizzle, Eric. Uh, good to see you guys. Um, I can't talk about it. Uh, can't even mention any impressions or anything, but I am very fortunate, as I mentioned last week, to be reviewing Forza Horizon 5. Um, and I already have a large amount of time into it. So, um, large. for people, yeah, large, large, <laughs> like my sword. Um, so for people who are looking forward to that, it, the ultimate edition or premium edition access begins Friday, November 5th. And I'm pretty sure the embargo I can say is, uh, the day prior, November 4th. So keep an eye for, um, my review and, you know, kind of a lot more details and not just from me, of course, but all the sites come Thursday. So uh, for those of you looking forward to that game, it's uh, rapidly approaching. So, which is awesome. Nice. Dan, How many hours do you have in it? I already have about, if I had to guess between 15 to 18. Nice. And that's just so you, in the past so two so days. You put down Riders Republic as soon as that code came in. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. I because I, I played the hell out of Riders right away. Yeah. Remember, um, and then I knew that uh, Forza was coming in, and I'm like, man, these are two big games to try and work through. So I'm going to go back to Riders tomorrow for a while to, uh, like I said, do more, you know, kind of more events and, and get more experience in it, um, and then hopefully, you know, finish that up on Monday, get back to Forza, um, and who knows how much time I'll have it by the time I write that review. It's going to be a lot. So. Man. A lot of a lot of playing over the next couple of days. Um, what else is good, guys? Anything else playing? Dan, anything good? Or Travis, anything I, else? I've been playing. I don't know why. I I, I reloaded Cyberpunk. Oh. And, for some reason, and started playing. I, I'm. I, I've got. I played through it twice already. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna jump in, see how the bug fixes and all this other stuff is. You know how it's progressing. It's. I don't even know what to say, man. It's, it's still buggier than hell. So yeah, you know, it's 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 all over the place, and I, I I don't even know. Gosh, man, it's disappointing because I mean, I literally loaded it up, and there were like three people standing in midair, right in front of me. Nice. And I, was, I was like, this is this is it. I was like, come on, yeah. guys, we can do. This. You know, but it is what it is. It's still, you know, underneath all the crap, it's still pretty good. And the story is fun too. So, um, I still need to that, go through that game. It's on my backlog. Gosh. Well, just at this point, wait for that next gen patch. Yeah, that's what that's, I'm doing, man. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm going to put it down. Uh, I know yeah. some more Hitman content dropped this week, and I haven't played oh boy. that yet. So, yeah, that's 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 my. <laughs> man, how can you wear a costume, by the way? That's <laughs> by the way. It says is uh, gaming perspective. Good to see you. Uh, I assume that's Nick. Says is. Uh, I, sorry, dude. I am so fogged up right now. Is this Dan's final, final form? We, uh, should we pare down and take off the helmets, maybe? So uh, they can see I, our faces? 
you're not allowed to see Chief's face, so I don't know if that's against the yeah, law. Yeah, but this is the big reveal. <laughs> you're gonna be super <laughs> And this is fair. I think Dan is probably playing oxen free right now. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah. yeah. That's really what I mean. I play that once a week, you know, all the way through. There so. it is. All right, here's my There's big Chief. Reveal. Chief, Man, just as not. just as disappointing as you would have expected. <laughs> if that would actually happen and like you're like if that like, I'm yeah, still in costume. <laughs> I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> we're working out all the way here now. Thanks, this man. Is, yeah, um, uh, looking pretty challenge. I, I literally, the only reason I took the helmet off, I can't see. It's completely fogged up. So um, I am wearing yeah. a tie in case anybody's wondering. I'm still Tyler Wren. Oh, the dark side. Nice, nice. This guy. Oh man! All right. What's up? What's up, Joe Husk? What's going on, brody? Yes, foggy yeah. chief man. They didn't design the helmet too well. Sorry about that. <laughs> Weirdly, oh, Dash, it's not a, Dash it's not got a working you. model. Dash got you. Yeah, nice. you figured it out. Yeah, Asante <laughs> said the same thing. Good to see you guys. We got a super chat from Mister Game Positive. Yeah, get man. to it, Dan. <laughs> Ains week twice behind the mask of Forza Horizon Five is above a nine point oh for the kids. Hashtag. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. <laughs> now you guys I know. I, Yep. I think you should highlight Husk's most recent post. I think his is really important that the fans see. Hold on, getting there, getting there. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Yeah, I would do. Nice. I don't blame you. you know, you know what's funny? We're about to talk uh, Halo soon, but we uh, we we were getting so geeky on cast the other night because we were talking about Chief's age and like doing all the math. So I actually sat and did the math of how old Chief is the other day, and he's forty nine. But he was in cryo sleep for four years, so he's technically only forty five. So actually, right. you know, You're I younger. mean, he he probably looks something like this. I'm sorry to tell you, he's just yeah. stronger and better. His and eyes smarter. look old in Halo Four. If you get that in, <laughs> yes, yeah, the legendary his eyes ending. do look a little old. Yeah, so. Dash is killing it over here. Oh, Love it. This. You know what's funny is when uh, I had a friend who knew me as Thai guy, and he thought I was Thai guy because I liked Tie Fighters. He just assumed that. He didn't. He didn't put two and two together and assume that I'm always wearing a necktie. He's like, oh, so. And then a few friend, years after, he's not too bright, is he? <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> and then when he found out, he was like, oh, I always thought it was TIE Fighters. Now I'm disappointed. And I was like, who are you? We've known each other for like a year. So. Wow. Eric, thanks again for the super chat, man. Um, appreciate you guys. All right. Um, anything else on currently playing you want to talk about, guys? Oh, yeah. What I've been playing some other games. Go uh, for it. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, talk about it. That about game it. is that game has surprised me a lot. Uh, a lot so, of people, it seems. Yeah, I wasn't really planning on playing it, but then uh, Tom Marks, uh, who did the review for IGN, he's a friend of mine, and he was like, "You should play this game," because he gave it an eight, which is great at IGN. Um, yeah, but he uh, he doesn't. He's not like me. Like for me, if a game has if a game's like a comedy focused game, like Borderlands or something like. I tend to like it like 30% more than most people because I just think there should be more comedy games. And okay. uh, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy really nails like the stupid tone and, and silly like uh, over the top uh, Guardians of the Galaxy action. Um, and yeah. I beat it in like one and a half days. I just like sat down and played it. It was uh, I had run out of my <laughs> trial hours and Rattle Riders Republic and I was waiting for the full server yeah, to go yeah. live. And I beat it in that window. Like it was like a pretty short window I got through. Wow, it, man. So. And it's like a 20 yeah. hour game, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a 20 hour game. I just blew through it, dude. Like I just, wow. I just played the heck out of it. So Damn. Uh, if you if you were sitting on that one, if you're on the fence, like you should play that game. It's super good. Uh, very surprising. Um, and then the other game I'm playing 
is this Game Pass game, Moonglow Bay. Um, I don't know if anybody's heard about yes. it, but yep. yeah, it's got a very simplistic art style and it's like a fishing game. Um, that game has a ton of bugs, unfortunately, but aside yeah. from aside from the ton of bugs, it's uh, it's also kind of a surprisingly a, a very good addictive game. It's got like a kind of a collect them all Pokemon type thing where you're trying to get all the different fish and it's got boss battles. It's kind of a surprising game too, the level of depth it has, but uh, that one you might want to wait on just because the bugs are real. Like they're pretty, pretty brutal getting through it. Uh, you got to save the game a lot and be prepared to reload when funky stuff happens. So wow. um, yeah. But other than that, also uh, really enjoyed that game. Nice. So, yeah. Playing a lot. Uh, Eric. Eric says game uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, excuse me, my game of the year at the moment, unless it falls off a cliff in the back half, which I don't think it does from what I've heard. Yeah, I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if that game got some nominations because it like blew me away. Maybe it's the fact that everyone's damn it. expectations were lower, but it's a very good. Game. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, I, I know that Luke uh, Insipid Ghost, you know, Xbox Expansion Pass uh, reviewed it for us. He gave it a seven. Um, but he knew he was lower than others. So, uh, you know, critically it's, it's getting between sevens and nines. And I think it's average is like in the low eighties, which obviously is a really solid score. So, yeah, um, I, I, I think it's it eight or nine for sure. Yeah. I, th I think Tom, Tom Marks, uh, the IGN reviewer score is pretty good. I might've even gone higher though. I'm, I'm not really sure. Cause I, that's the cool thing about when I'm not reviewing a game is I don't even think about it critically. I just play yeah. it and just kind yeah. of enjoy it and gardens, of the galaxy. Like I was just able to enjoy that game. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Um, yeah, Asante says, uh, I'm literally playing it right now. It's unusually good. It's like James Gunn wrote it. It really is. The writing is top-notch. And also, something I really appreciate is it doesn't even try to be the movies. It uses the right. comic book canon, one, one of the comic book canons. Uh, and, and you know, Peter Quill's father isn't the father he gets in the movie. The way his mom died isn't the same in the movie. Uh, so, yeah, it, it just sort of discards that and does its own thing, which I think is a, is a strength. It's, a, nice. it's very good. Very good. It's awesome. Also, the music. Yeah. It's got original music in it. Uh, like, there's a Star Lord band in it, and they made like an album of Star Lord songs, and it's actually pretty good. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a surprising game. Yeah, that's. I think if I read correctly, it's partially because not only to add to the game, but they have a streamer mode, right? Because it has licensed music too, and so right, that yeah. way you don't get hit, you know, with the licensing. Uh, Nick asked, "No one playing Peppa Pig." Uh, Dan was playing it for us, Nick, but um, it's too hard. Yeah. too hard so he had to, he had to put it down yeah i've never Stupid even heard of that of it's a it's a souls like as uh travis <laughs> would describe it um, yeah interesting <laughs> interesting uh and dash is playing peppa pig right now so that's cool nice dash what i hope it? you enjoy it brother you never heard of peppa pig never heard of it yeah no, no you just, don't have kids. it's just like a kid's cartoon dude we're yeah. just joking Oh, okay. It's not a, <laughs> it's not a real game. I thought it was. No, no. I know nothing about this game. No, no. <laughs> is it on Game Pass? <laughs> no, no, it is. I, th I swear to God, though, I think it's optimized for Series X and S, um, which I don't know what it means for that game, but, you know. All right. Uh, we got Super Chat from Mr. Mo in the house. What's going on, brother? Yeah, $10 Super Chat from Mo. Thank you, sir. Great costume, boys. Dan, not dressed as a scalper. It's a missed opportunity. <laughs> I thought about it. I don't just know how a scalper dresses. I also thought about just dressing as a seven, but this is a family costume, so we're all stick <laughs> figures, and uh, so I had to go with this. Plus, I'm cheap hashtag, and lazy. Hashtag Chet's Tears. Oh, yeah, hashtag Chet's Tears. 
We should get that trending. We should get that trending. That'd be great. Uh, By the way, I just realized, Dan, that you should have taken like every console box of the consoles you own and stack them behind you as if you were like a store. Make it look like you're in a warehouse. Consoles you're ready to sell. (laughs) Thank you so much, Mo. Appreciate it. Need that Um, green screen back. All right. Obviously, this is going to be the topic uh, I'm looking forward to. Let's talk quickly about um, Halo campaign footage. And I'm actually particularly interested in talking about this because this is the part of the game of Halo that Dan will like and play yeah. and hopefully enjoy. And so, Dan, you can actually join this conversation for once on Halo. The miracle. Which is nice. Yeah. Um, so we got a, uh, you know, Sunday, whatever, last Sunday or whatever, as we record, and they're like, hey, campaign footage tomorrow, you know, whatever. Um, Monday morning, 8 a.m., we get six minutes, six and a half minutes of campaign footage which is a weird way to do it. But nowadays in the market, it kind of spreads itself. They don't have to really do much. So we saw uh, we saw a lot in this six and a half minutes. And there's a lot of kind of um, ramifications for uh, geeks, especially those like us who really kind of get into the lore and the characters here. So there's a couple aspects I want to touch on. Um, first, let's start with the higher level stuff, which is just how it looked open world gameplay um sandbox elements um what they showed of you know kind of um what you're going to be doing the tack map uh the base all that stuff so dan i'm actually going to start with you man because you're coming in really not being the halo geek right like travis and i are and many of these guys are that are watching but rather just looking forward to enjoying a good campaign right yeah, I mean that's that's all I want, really. I mean, yeah. It, it's, so when it's, you when you watch this, were you what what did it do for you? Were you excited, disappointed? I mean, did you like it? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was really good. Look, I mean, it looked good. I mean, I thought it looked great. I mean, I was uh, when they jumped when he jumped out of that thing and then took out somebody. That's a banshee. A banshee. banshee. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know what the banshee is. And then <laughs> grappled onto the other banshee. Yep. And it, I mean that it was amazing. I mean that that's the kind of stuff that I want to see in the you know in this game. And you know, I'm I'm curious on like is this gonna be kind of far cry-ish where it's you know, or is it gonna be like you said, it looks like maybe like a hub world like God of War style, or maybe a mix of that and like a Ubisoft kind of feel, which I would be totally fine with. I'm you know, I'm hundred percent behind that. Um where you have to take over you know, bases or there's, you know, something over here that you have to do, you know, every, just tons of stuff, maybe, you know, in a smaller scale because we don't need Valhalla again at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, but everything looked have to worry amazing. about that with the Halo campaign. No, I don't think so. No, either. no. <laughs> you know, so I have yeah. to imagine they're going to avoid those mistakes. I would think so. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it, it looks, it looks really good. I hope it's, I mean, I, I I'm not into the, deep lore and stuff, but I, you know, I, I wanted it to kind of wrap up, you know, it sounds like you told me that it was like the, uh, what is it called? The, ser- the, the re- spiritual reboot. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's, it's finishing up what? Oh, you're Conor talking about Keith? the reclaimer saga. The reclaimer. So I couldn't remember what the name was. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, eventually it's going to have like a bunch of different campaigns apparently. Yeah. So yeah. They, I probably got there. Yeah, oh, I, okay. I think we don't. They haven't said right, but I, I'm pretty. We know it's going to have more campaigns, but I think that this core story, this campaign, is wrapping up the Reclaimer Saga, which is really based around Chief and Cortana, which 
I think is why they literally opened this presentation saying Halo's always been about Chief and Cortana, Master Chief and Cortana. Right. Because as you as you watch the trailer and you, you know you see Cortana that was at the end of Halo 5 and they start to talk about the weapon, right? The new AI, the pilot, this these other characters. I, I think that this story is gonna wrap up Cortana's place in the universe. That's that's my mm. thought. Mm. I'd, lo- I'd we'll like some kind I of I don't think that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the great thing is, and we're going to touch on it. So we'll, we'll get there in a minute. But the whole point is, is that realistically, there are a load of stories, threads, and characters they have to deal with in this game. Um, and it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be really interesting what they do. Yeah. So anyway, Dan. So yeah. Um, I'm excited, man. That's that's really yeah. the the. I mean, I, I haven't been this excited for a Halo game ever like ever so i mean usually it just comes out i'm like oh halo is here again and then i play this, the campaign and then i play like two games of multiplayer and i'm like yeah i still don't play this and that's usually it so i'm excited for this i'm excited you know at the potential that it has for you know expansion after whatever it is they put out you know initially yeah um, so we'll see i i'd like i'd love to see you know and I keep coming back to Ubisoft, but, you know, with like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, they did a really good job with those next three DLCs. You know, I know now this game is probably going to go on much farther and longer than that, um, if, if if that's what the intention is. So, yeah, you know, I'm excited to see, you know, what, you know, what comes out. There won't be an infinite two is what I'm saying. No, so, no, this is the platform going forward. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine yeah. with that. Let's see how they so. do. By the way, damn it, still fogging up. Pompa says, uh, Ains looking like the homie chief from South LA. That's why. Yeah, very true. <laughs> you should have it on your head like that as a hat. I think that's actually the, yeah. the best scenario here. Like sideways. Here. Yeah. Yeah. What up? Um, what was I going to say? Diego in the house. What's up, buddy? Good to see you. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I think from a sandbox element, I, I think, uh, and, and not to um, disparage what you were saying about, you know, we saw a lot of people saying, Okay, there's stuff on the map. We saw a base and immediately people went to Far Cry, right? And I I, I think, I don't know if I think or I hope or both, that we did see the the mini boss, right? Like the brute come out um, and it looks like they're going to have mini bosses. So what, what I was kind of hoping they do is that there's not an overabundance of just random nonsense on the map, like a, a lot of Ubisoft titles that they get flack for, right? I'm hoping that, yes, there's other things you can do and, and hunt down, but they're a little more meaningful. And I would hope right. that like the the um, the mini bosses have some variety. That way it's not like just every base is the same like you typically find in Ubisoft titles. Yes. And also it would be a lot better if they uh, tie some narrative threads into it. In fact, me and Mo were in a party last night talking about exactly this. It's like, what if every base you went to, you had a mini boss fight, which was a unique brute or elite or whatever it may be. Um, but then also like, you would uncover more of what's going on on the ring or there would be a piece of lore or terminal or something that kind of played more into the story with each, uh, with each uh, base as well. So they're not just like, you're not taking over bases just to do it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm all for that. Also hashtag not my Craig. I don't know. You know, yo, super excited about it. I mean, I I, I, I like the old Craig pretty good. I want the old Craig Uh, back. You'll still be there. Just right, play yeah. on a just play on an OG Xbox One, and he'll look like he did in that trailer. <laughs> yeah. He's not lying. He's not lying. Uh, yeah. Travis, so um, 
obviously, you know, we've talked a little bit about this, but just before we get to the lore and character specifically, um, what did you think about the gameplay and the reveal and basically those core aspects? Yeah, I, I think um, people who are comparing it to Far Cry are missing a pretty big detail about Far Cry and about a lot of open world games like Far Cry, um, which is that the gameplay and the sandbox in Far Cry games uh, isn't particularly good. Like people who don't, who people who play Far Cry, they play it for like the over the top action and the crazy like stunts and all the different like variety of vehicles and weird weapons. And also, you know, the, the fact that the story and, and stuff like that can be pretty good, but they don't really play it because it's got great like shooting and that the, the sandbox is just like incredible. And so for me, like the fact that Halo is going to do an open world game where you can sort of freely explore and do things like the main advantage of that for Halo is that they have Halo sandbox, like gunplay in Halo feels great. And like taking down a base in, in a Halo game, isn't going to feel like taking down a base in uh in a Far Cry game or even an Assassin's Creed game or any of those sort of open world things. I think it's, it's very different when you put the type of sandbox and gunplay that Halo is in that sort of game. And I, 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 even since last year when the, you know, everybody focused on the graphics last year during that original campaign. But even then I was just like, this seems amazing. Like this seems like where Halo should be because for the past many Halo games, they've got the campaigns have gotten more and more linear. I think Halo four is like the epitome of that, where it's literally just going down hallways that like every level in that game is like, you're going down a hallway. You don't really have any choice of where to go. You just kill things and you go to the next Halo four on my clock. Are you? Halo 4 has a great story, but its campaign, yes. I think, is weaker in terms of like what you actually okay. do in the campaign. Like, so then basically, you, you like you like the campaign of uh, not story, but campaign gameplay of Halo 5 more. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I think I think Halo 4 has the best story, but what you're what you're actually doing in the campaign, it's very linear. There's not a whole lot of there's not a whole lot of opportunities for you to use uh, vehicles, or when you do, it's like that's just a vehicle section, right? Like the Warthog level or, or the tank level or whatever. Um, whereas in Halo 1, like if you go back to Combat Evolved, those games are massive. Those levels are massive and there's different ways to approach it and you can kind of explore freely. And I think they're trying to get back to that. And for me, like that sense of, of like crash landing on the Halo ring, in that yeah. you know first level after the tutorial level and then just the world opening up and you kind of exploring and figuring things out that is a moment that i feel like halo has needed to recapture for a, a long time and it's like a promise that i think we never really got to fully realize and now they're going to realize it we're going to go to this halo ring and just have the opportunity to explore in terms of like the format of the story my what i'm imagining is that there will be lots of extra stuff to do and maybe there will be even like a, you have to do three or four activities before the next story mission opens up, like thresholds or whatever to do. But I imagine a lot of it will be um, sort of like open-ended. And then there will also be mainline missions that are like proper, more linear quests where lots of story happens and stuff gets accomplished. That That's just my guess based on what I've seen. But um, I, I'm, I'm very encouraged by everything I saw about the sandbox. The Really the only thing that's a question for me is will the story be good? That's it. Yeah. Like I know the multiplayer is good because I played it. Looking yep. at the concept of the single player and the sandbox that they have, I'm I'm like 98% confident that the gameplay and the campaign is going to be awesome and the experience is going to be awesome. So it's really just a question of will the story land? And I I just don't know the answer to that question. I don't think we will until the game comes out or if we lead, uh, read the leaks that 343 asked us not to read uh, that apparently <laughs> gives away like the first two campaigns. Uh, yes, I have I am, not read. I'm not those, touching so. that. Yep, me neither. So. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm very encouraged by everything I saw. Um, and the fact that it looks beautiful this time is certainly a plus, but I really wasn't bothered by how it looked a year ago, to be honest with you, just because that's not why I play Halo, to be honest. Fair enough. Uh, Husk was just asking on a scale of one to 10, how special is this special Halloween special meant to be? And I said, maybe a four. Maybe so. a four. That's a, about yeah, accurate. Generous. Yeah. Yeah, I mean everybody's yeah. using everybody's using straws to drink. Look at this garbage. Awkwardly. I can't even. Doesn't even reach. <laughs> like the straw ends right there. You know, I don't know if that bottle was designed to be straw drink out. No, of, it seems no. like. he can't take his face off though. He's not allowed. Yeah, he's not allowed. That doesn't fog up at least. I'm dying in here. Yeah, there's gonna be. Uh, like I see Drip pulling out. We no, all saw the helmet. Do I don't think we can't do it. Can't do it. Now I'm playing with my my ball. Um, no, I agree with you. I think uh, <clears throat> you're right. The we've even heard directly from three four three that they're calling it a spiritual reboot because they want to get back to that sense of um, both mystery and kind of not experimentation, right? But just sand. They want to kind of capitalize on the sandbox and. I think when you watch this gameplay, you had to kind of see between the lines or read between the lines. And a lot of people were like, eh, you know, I saw not a lot of people because it's overwhelmingly been positive for that campaign footage. But I saw some people kind of questioning, you know, the design approach. And I'm like, just think for a second, you know, read between the lines of you've got this huge open world with Halo Sandbox. It's kind of like some of us, and I don't want to make this comparison directly, but it's like some of us who talk about why halo infinite doesn't need a battle royale it doesn't have to have a battle royale but why i think it could make a good battle royale um and you have all this crazy weaponry and you have banshees and ghosts and warthogs and wasps and you know just thinking about exploring that world and attacking these bases with these huge kind of different enemy types and weaponry and i mean just the um the possibilities there are endless in fact mint blitz who is a very well-known halo youtuber and does some of those crazy um videos of like you know throw a grenade on a warthog jump on it and launch to the other side of the map while shooting a banshee out of midair he does all those crazy things um he just posted the other day and basically said the stuff i'm going to be able to do in this game is going to be out of you know i forget the exact quote but basically you know out of his mind it's be, yeah it's gonna be insane so it's uh you know when you combine that with uh the possibilities for the storytelling um i'm completely with you travis in that the the, the only question mark i think all of us have and i think halo 5 compounds that question mark is is it going to tell a good story now we know that 343 can tell a good story because i think as we all agree halo 4 had a fantastic story um they know how to write a good story um and i hope that joseph staten coming over last year and supposedly kind of narratively cleaning it up a bit has helped um so that kind of that's a perfect segue into the characters because Dan, I, I don't even know if you kind of think about all this stuff as a more casual Halo player. No. But yeah, when you when you look at where Halo Five was, and then right. you look at Halo Wars Two, which I'm no expert on, uh, admittedly. Um, and then um, Shadows of Reach is a book that came out last year, and that was takes place a year after Halo Five. I actually just started listening to it. Ains, on, you look uh, winded. You look Dude, it's hot, from it's hot in there, man. Just take it off. We all saw you in the helmet. We <laughs> I like wearing it for the hell of it. Um, <laughs> um, but um, I started listening to that as an audiobook because uh, I want to kind of the the end of Halo Five really left on a, uh, a um, goddamn cliffhanger. Um, 
because think of all the characters you you have chief obviously and then you have you know the complaints about halo 5 was there's you didn't play enough as chief so now they've said this is chief story you're playing as chief no questions right they know they had to do that but along with chief you have blue team which is his his three squad mates who are his best friends who he's been with since he was six years old when he got abducted you know the whole story of the spartan twos originally and everything they've been together forever now um so and they're each individually have really cool stories but not only that you have arbiter who's obviously a very key character in in halo lore and halo campaigns halsey's with them who created the spartans right uh Locke is with them and team osiris which is the other spartan team from halo uh five um You've got all those just as good characters or half protagonists, whatever you want to call them, support characters going into this game. If you take out the lore from Halo Wars 2, like game to game, right? You got to sort all that out for people. And then now you have um, Eshram, who is the main brute, right? Who was uh, mentored by Atriox. So they're both potentially in the game. They kind of showed that in the campaign. Atriox is with a hologram in the background. Um, then you've got this new, um, Spartan killer elite, right. Who pulled out the two swords. Um, and he's supposedly in some of the lore and then they go even further and they show this harbinger, um, who I don't even, you're beyond my understanding of the lore now, because some people are saying she could be a prelate. Uh, a, but uh, she also might be the proto Spartan, the proto Spartan and, yeah. you know, people talking all this stuff and they're like, well, she can't be a prelate cause she only had three digits on her fingers and, or she had four and they only have three digits. And I'm like, Jesus, man, people go nuts with this stuff. I so. think she's probably just a forerunner enemy and people are reading too much into it. But the, the lore goes so deep. It just really depends on how far they want to draw from it. But I really hope I think I think one of the tribulations that that this game has is that Halo's EU is so expansive and they haven't always done a great job of. Uh, making people who haven't been exposed to the EU really like understand the full story of the Halo games. Yeah. Like even Halo Four has a hard time with that. As good as that campaign is, like if you don't know about the Forerunners, if you haven't read the the Forerunner trilogy, like you get way less out of that campaign. Yeah, and, and the, Halo the 5, terminals in that game even explore uh, explore some of the deeper lore, like the videos. They do, but if, but if they, you didn't they, know, they if you didn't know it, into it. Yeah, yeah like exactly. it's like nowhere near. And then Halo Five, I think, gets a bad rap. Uh, in terms of its story, mostly because it's it's really hard to like that game if you haven't been exposed to the EU, if you don't know about Blue Team and you're like, who are these Spartans? If And also how they survived and how uh, Master Chief was reunited with them and all that stuff. So there's just like a ton to fill in. And I think a lot of their success will be on like how approachable their story is for people who don't know about that stuff. If it's not yeah. approachable, I think they're going to get the same complaints. But there's lots of games that are good at doing it. Like or even uh, star Wars, like star Wars has a crazy EU, but when they make the movies, they just go, all right, get rid of all that EU stuff that people don't know about. And just like make it so that anybody watching it could understand. And I think the, the writers at three, four, three, maybe need to do a better job at that with uh, infinite because they, they definitely didn't do it with halo five uh, or four even to a certain extent. So I think Halo's always struggled there. Honestly, um, you know, even the or original combat evolved. Yeah, as much as as much as we it's beloved and and we love the original trilogy and all the history there, but there's a lot in those games that people are like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yep. Um, it's just a fact. So anyway, um, we don't have to stay on Halo forever, but I I really liked what I saw. Yeah, I saw I saw all I needed. Um, meaning, you know, I really 
Halo's that game, especially this game, Infinite, that any Halo fan really wants to experience for themselves. Um, and this show, I, honestly, in a, in a little bit of a way, I'd say it almost showed too much. I wouldn't have minded not seeing the uh, the Harbinger, you know, or the or the Elite, you know. I mean, yeah, sure, it got me hyped up at the possibilities, and we're talking about it. But imagine if you were just playing the campaign, and all of a sudden they introduced the the uh, Spartan Killer, you know, you go, so oh shit, the it's caveat all now. There, the caveat there, Ains, is that we don't know how much they showed us because we don't know how big the game. Very is, true, right? Very true. And I I think that they've been focusing on this whole banished story because that's like Act One, mm -hmm. right? Like we know that there's multiple campaigns in Halo Infinite. And that the second campaign isn't going to be far behind the first one. And it might even launch with it. So I wouldn't be surprised if the first half of the game was banished and then you overcome that. And then there's like a forerunner or because it's Zeta Halo aims. I think, you know, this as a lore, lore guy, uh, Zeta Halo has flood on it. That was part of yes, the war. That that's ran. where I was going so, next. Yeah, I, I can see next. I can see that easily being its own campaign, maybe even in the game. So uh, I I, I would not be surprised if all of this banished stuff is just a huge misdirection for what the campaign's actually about and that they've shown us almost nothing. Yes. And again, Mo in the chat and I were talking about this last night, but I think there's a good possibility they've reintroduced the flood, right? Um, yeah, they and, have to. Yeah. And I think, I hope they do, uh, because to your point exactly is that um, they haven't shown anything like that. And I'm hoping, hoping, hoping that a lot of what they've shown is to your, again, you just nailed it, misdirection. And that as we play through the campaign, there's going to be those, oh shit moments where, you know, you really get surprised and they were able yeah. to keep it a secret, which is hard as hell to do in today's yeah. environment. Um, I think they we'll need see. to have the full sandbox. I think they need to have brutes covenant, the flood, the forerunners, all the factions at play so that they can just do it. And then the other thing I saw on Twitter, which we haven't touched on at all, is people are were worried about the the lack of like biome diversity in Halo Infinite because all you see is kind of like the yeah standard they said there's Halo a lot stuff. though that's the thing is I think people are forgetting that Combat Evolved takes place entirely on a Halo ring and you get the swamps where you find yep. the flood you get the snowy valleys of two betrayals yep. you get like there's a lot to 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 explore in a Halo ring and who knows how much of it will be in the game at launch but I think if you're worried about a halo ring as a single setting, not having enough diversity, like you haven't played combat evolved. Cause like yeah. that game has a ton of biome diversity. Uh, no, you're, so. you're, you're exactly right. And that, and that's just biome diversity. That's before you get to the installations, right? Which, uh, because you have banished, because you have potentially Promethean that you've got variations there as well. Um, and, and funny enough, going back to the flood real quick, another reason they keep talking about halo CE being an inspiration, right? And literally the most shocking part for anyone who played Halo CE when it was new, the most shocking part of that game was when the flood got introduced. When it turns into a horror game. For it does. It's just the music like, changes and aliens yeah. come out and you're like, holy crap, what's going on? Yeah. Um, so I, I really hope that uh, that's what we're going to experience here. And believe it or not, as we're sitting here talking, it's 38 days away, guys. 38 oh days. Oh my God. That's crazy. Close. You know, I, I also should say this. The flood is the best name of alien, any alien species in any science fiction. It's such a, it's so evocative. It perfectly it's describes perfect. the threat of their, yeah. their race. Like every time I, somebody says the flood, I'm like, Oh, it's so good as a sci-fi lore nerd. It just warms me. So it's perfect. Yeah. It, it's it describes way more than the five letters you would think do. Um, but yeah. they do. Um, by the way, uh, Def Lloyd's in the house. Good to see you, man. Dano's in the house. Dreadpool. I saw Megatron as well. Good to see you, Meg. 
Um, thanks everyone for coming out. Um, Halloween show. We're talking Halo. We're going to touch on PlayStation State of Play. I don't think that'll take long. Um, and then we're gonna we're gonna get to some different. Neither topics. did neither did Sony actually. <laughs> no, twenty minutes was about eighteen minutes too long. But um. <laughs> Listen, here, I think I told you the things. I don't want it to end on a cliffhanger. I want some. I want it to be resolved or whatever it is that they decide that they want to do. At yeah. least, yeah, you know, I know there's multiple campaigns. I know there. At least give me some closure, you know, at the end of the first campaign, you know, or the end of the second, whatever it is, whatever I yeah. have when I get the game in my hands, I want to have some kind of closure because I cannot stand like <clears throat> the end of Halo 2, which I thought, you know, I love the game, but I was just like, what, what is happening? You know, there was just nothing, Yeah. you know, and then, and then you have to wait for three, which was awesome and one of my favorites, but you know, I'm going to be playing through this on easy mode and just enjoying kicking everybody's butt. Don't even care. Sucking the, sucking the story. I can't even, I'm not even going to criticize you for difficulty because it's a <laughs> Halo campaign and you playing Halo just makes me smile. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah I just, yeah, I just, I just don't legendary want... campaigns in Maine. Come on. Oh, gosh. Legendary. I have my own it. routine. It's we were insane. talking about this on Twitter. My, my uh, routine yeah. is always my first playthrough is always on heroic. Always. Um, and then when I am done that, I go back and do it on legendary. Um, but that doesn't matter. Um, to your point, Dan, I, um, I do think they resolve the closure you're looking for, I think is going to be with Cortana. Yes. Um, yes. And I just think that's the story. Of course, I think, as we've said many times, there's going to be extra campaigns, which will tell other stories. Now, whether or not those other stories involve Chief and Blue Team, we don't know. Um, but I really hope, and I have to imagine, right, that 343 is anxious to tell other stories as well. Um, you know, there's there's so I much. Of, I kind of think that the Cortana story is going to be the overarching story that ties all of the different campaigns together. I think Agreed. it's going to be like a lingering question where, like, we don't really, we find out pieces here and there, and each of the campaigns are kind of self-contained. But there's like, you know, a kind of breadcrumbs leading to you know, some, some event that really ties it up at the end. I, I it's fine if yeah. they all are there on day one. Oh no, they won't be there. So, on day one. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that drives me crazy. I, I honestly, but we'll like, see. come on, that's just how games are made these days, man. Think of one game that is the same game, you know, two years later after, after it launches, like even games you love hitman, hitman gives you breadcrumbs of, of game and you love that game. So I, I wouldn't be story. I don't think. I mean, it basically mm. finished. It, well, no, the they, story they, finished at the end they, of three. They did it. They did it in Hitman One. Hitman One was episodic. Remember? Uh, yeah, Hitman they, One. They, was gave, they gave you pieces of the story. No, well, that, yeah, it, it's okay to have like a trilogy or something like that. But this is like Halo game, you know, in the series six, not including you know, Reach and stuff. I, I'm just saying, with Master Chief, this is Halo Infinite, right? I, it's this is wrapping up Cortana's story, hopefully, and. You know, that's that's what I want to see. I don't need to extend this, you know, three years down the road. I would like to see some new stuff, actually. You know, I think there's some interesting characters, even a little bit that I know that, you know. There's a ton. Yeah, there's I wouldn't ton. mind trying out, you know, like playing as Arbiter during like a, a campaign well, as him. You know? <laughs> I, I, I kind of think all the campaigns are going to be uh, Master Chief focused regardless, but you can still explore different topics. There's different foes to fight, different factions to play with and 
I, I think they can do that through the lens of Master Chief while also building toward the final conclusion to whatever's happening with Cortana. But I, I really don't think it's going to happen right away. Gosh. I would be shocked. I would be shocked if I get to the end of Halo. What Infinite. if that happens like six years from now? I'll be playing Halo six years from now, bro. That's a reason yeah, to, I, to to wake up the next day. You know what I mean? Like if whether, I, if I don't know how Halo ends, whether whether or not um, whether or not this finishes the story or not, um, the six year thing. <laughs> trying to figure out the best way to word this. The reason it's taken six years from Halo Five to Infinite is not writing a story, right? It's it was no. moving to a new generation and building a platform and right. an engine that can support continual content. No, right? I was talking about like six years from now. Like, I, oh, I know, I know, okay. I know. Right. But I, I'm just saying, like, I don't think it's going to be that, right? Even if, to Travis's point, they continue to tell chief stories or continue the main what we ever whatever the hell the main story ends up being, because there's different threads here. Even yeah. if they do that, I don't think you're looking at years. I think you're looking at content additions that are ongoing going forward that's why they built infinite the way they have right it's their platform for the future um mm. we've got a lot of interesting comments here so um uh da, 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 think, so eight... know, like... oh go ahead i'm sorry no you're fine i was no, gonna I was say just... how, is, it, is cortana toast or will chief save her that's the question well right. that's one of many questions right and then you know someone comes back i think it was Bear with me. I'm sorry. Uh, Dano says if Chief saves her, that kind of ruins Halo 4's ending, which mm. you can argue to a degree. Um, mm, I don't think so. Then you've got um, Elu. What's up? Elu says, I don't think 343 is anxious to tell new stories right now with future DLC, perhaps, but they don't want to go too far off on a tangent as they know they heard the backlash from Halo 5, which yeah. that's the other question is, you know, that's we know one. there's a lot of campaign backlash from Halo 5. Uh, I think we all agree from a gameplay perspective, it was fantastic. But um, yeah, I, I think they have to, obviously being chief was was core. Um, and then you have to tell a meaningful story that's partially to Dan's point, which is you have to have something that feels complete. And I, 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 I think that's Yeah, I agree with you, Travis. I think they'll continue to tell stories, even if they continue to tell stories in the same kind of universe or not universe, that's a bad word, but same vein or threads that are in the main campaign but there's got to be some form of closure in this campaign some form, whatever that looks that, like that goes to travis's point about people like me that are you know the casual halo player that enjoy playing that you know the games for the campaigns you know i'm, I'm the call of duty guy that played the campaigns for call of duty you know it, it's you know yeah they, they, you kind of have to appease both audiences you have to you know make I, I, sure that the yeah that's the challenge that yeah it's a I, huge yeah. challenge i mean yeah. it, especially with as deep as you know i mean literally like 10 minutes ago i just sat here with like my mouth open even though it looks like it's closed i'm just like my god these guys are humongous nerds and it's all i could think about <laughs> i was like this is insane i can't i have no idea what you're talking about half the time but it's cool to see people get excited about it yeah. And, you know, and, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm a surface level guy. So, you know, I would like it to, you know, appeal to me as well as, you know, those, those guys like you guys. I that, think it probably know, are, will. I yeah, just, I yeah, think so. I, I think you'll get a complete story with Halo Infinite's first or second campaigns, however many campaigns it ends up shipping with. I just think that they're setting this up for long term for a reason, sure. not just for gameplay reasons, not for just for uh campaign delivery reasons but also because i think they think it's a better medium for storytelling and for developing the eu and all that stuff so i i just think uh i think it probably won't be 
you won't you won't have all your questions answered because that's really just not how you build a game as a service, right? <laughs> you don't right. answer all their questions with one campaign and then start over. Yeah, uh, you, you, you answer one question and add three more. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, you're, you're seeing it with, I mean, I hate going back to Ubisoft, but I mean, Assassin's Creed, you know, from here on out, you know, Infinity or whatever they're calling it. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, I mean, it's basically the same thing. You know, they're yeah. going to just keep, continue to add and add and add. Yeah. I'm just curious on how that's going to work, you know, from a story perspective, because that's why I play video games mostly is for the story and, you know, and kind of immerse myself in that. Uh, the gameplay has always been secondary to me. So, um, okay you know, depending, you know, I mean, I'm talking like the bigger games and stuff. So as long as, you know, it, it tells a decent story and, you know, I, I, I it's coherent, you know, not Kojima like, I guess, you know, <laughs> it, it's, it, I just want to be able to go, you know what, they did a good job with that. You know, it doesn't have to be yeah. the be all end all, but I'm, you know, as excited as I am right now, I've never been this excited for a Halo game campaign ever. Yeah. So, I mean, I think Love that it. says a lot. Love to see it. I, uh, I broke out Cortana so we can just ask her, but if this slipped and broke right now, I'd cry on camera. So I'm going to put that <laughs> You um, weep God. beneath your helmet. Well, yeah, I think I think this has been a great Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween. Yeah, I know. I saw Mav. I was just going to shout out Mav in the house. What's up, Mav? Fellow Halo fanatic. Halloween. Good seeing you. Um, Mo's got a good question, but let me get to this ridiculous super chat from Pompa real yeah, quick. Mariano, man. $30. I don't have to do this, Pomp. Well, we appreciate it for the kids. It's for, it's for charity. It's for the kids. It's for the kids. With the nice uh, new addition of AIs in multiplayer, and with the weapon in or with weapon in campaign, do you guys the weapon think, is a character? Yeah, the character. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys think we will see more AIs in the campaign? Loving yes. the costume, gents. Yeah, SG I think so. Because yeah, I mean, uh, we're seeing we're seeing more AIs in multiplayer. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think yes. AIs in multiplayer, and I think uh, I know someone can chat can correct me here, but uh, what was the name of the AI in Halo Five on the ship? Was it Roland? Roland. I know there's another AI. Halo 4. No idea. Halo 4. Was that 4? Okay. Yeah, yeah. He was the one that dressed like a... Because they all take on different, like, historical periods they decide to dress after. Yeah, uh, yeah. He was like a he pilot like, or something like he that. He looked like yeah. a pilot. Yeah, like a World yeah. War kind of two. Like World, World War One or World War Two pilot or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, Pompa, thank you very much, man. Yeah, really man, generous. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, guys, for anyone listening right now, uh, all Super Chats tonight go to Extra Life. Um, so... That's just uh, for this week. So thank you very much. Mo had a good question as well. Bear with me. He says, I'm also curious about the six-month gap between Chief and the weapon. That previous trailer when she asked him, did you hit your head, ties in with the new trailer when she says it's been six months. Yep. So, you know, there is this, um, as I understand it anyway, there is this time gap between uh, Halo Wars 2 ending, Correct. right, um, and, and uh, Infinite where shadows of reach is a year after halo five and then halo wars two. So there's all these different kind of segments. Um, and there's a lot that happens in that time. So we, you know, we need to find out basically why chief was floating in space by himself, because from a game perspective, anyway, for people like Dan, who were just playing the games when halo five ends him and blue team and arbiter and Locke and Halsey are all together. Yep. So, why why leading into infinite now is chief alone in space with a new ai and with a pilot who rescued him apparently from what we've seen well he's not um, with the new ai when they find him he's alone. no no he has to go get that, it but you know what i mean like he was that apparently rescued that's the weapon that, the weapon yeah, is the ai, AI but they okay, find that, that, okay, it, okay. it sounds like you'll find sure. the weapon early in the uh in the campaign yeah. 
Right when he says that's why he jumps in this out new trailer he says I've yeah. got to go get a weapon and the pilot says how many weapons do you need yeah, you know it's kind of a play on like man I hope I'm not missing yeah. something because yeah. yeah oh yeah. and as Mavs just said um, yeah this is supposedly six months after the UNSC gets destroyed right the UNSC yep. has lost the war to the banished so yep. yeah I mean guys I didn't expect to talk about Halo this much don't get me wrong I love it um, but we need I to have another roundtable. Yeah, no, but I think this is just showing there's there's an awful lot to tell here. Um, and if you think, you know, it, it's easy to sit back like we all do and look at something like Halo 5 and say, ah, oh, they didn't tell the story I wanted or it wasn't very good or whatever your opinion is. Um, could you imagine at this point, think of Halo lore, think of all these stories, all these characters, everything. Could you imagine being the person responsible from a game design perspective, not writing a book, right? But making all of this work in a gameplay perspective, like I dream of it every day and every <laughs> night when I go to sleep. So yes, I can imagine being that person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can imagine being the person, but would it turn out the way you think? I don't know. I oh man, I don't know. I've committed my entire personality to to having very strong opinions about this. But yeah, I know. I know. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it's not just one person either. It's probably a team that's working super hard to make it all work. But uh. Yeah, yeah, it is. Be the creative director on a Halo game would be a trip. Would be so, yeah, no so, doubt, so cool. no doubt. And this uh, Pomp asked a question. I talked about this with some uh, other friends as well. Is so, I think Eshram they've really built him up as the um, antagonist, right? And I think the trailer we saw this week was great. It was a classic Halo trailer. Get you pumped yeah. to battle this guy, right? Oh, um, he dying. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to step on his neck for sure. But I do you think in the campaign, depending on all these elements we just talked about, assuming blue team is still together, right? And you reunite with them at some point. Um, do you think they do something as drastic as having Eshram or Atriox kill off a member of blue team or someone important to chief to basically, you know, set that tone? Let me ask you I this. I could see it. Like, like blue team in Halo 5, right? You're talking about the other Spartans with Master Chief. Okay, so just for for me. Yeah. Like, I, I don't remember them other than that, right? Okay. Like, and it wasn't like... They were never in a game previously. Right. Yes. Like, so so for me, you know, They're not you. being super deep in the lore, yep. you know, not important. Like, if they killed one of them, I'd be like, oh, that sucks. But, you know. Like, Dan, so you're, you're hurting no, my no, soul right now, baby. Yeah, right, people would care if Linda got. I would care. A lot of people That's don't funny. have that frame of reference, I know. right? I know you're yeah, right. So, you're right. So, so it's just like so, you know, the, the character isn't like you know. If I played through, you know, a game like Mass Effect, and, you know, and, and you, you build these relationships with these characters, and then yes, one of them dies, you kind of feel it a little bit more because you invested so much into it, and it was presented in a certain way, you know. Yep. If you just played the games, which a lot of people have, you know, they're kind of like, these are my good buddies, you know, but not really. There wasn't Understood. a lot of interaction, Understood. you know what I mean? I, I could yeah, see, so, uh, I could see somebody from Blue Team dying, but to be honest, I really don't think they need to. Like, you, kill, you usually kill off a character when you need emotional investment, and they already have, like, all of humanity losing a war. And presumably, like millions dying, Look, and Halo having the highest humanity. possible. You leave Blue Team alone. <laughs> yeah, but they have the highest possible stakes. I don't know if anybody needs to die, but sure. Uh, sure. you kill somebody off when you need to build the stakes, and I feel like the stakes are already there. But if they did need to kill somebody off, my vote is Doctor Halsey because I feel like she got her full kind of 
um, mm-hmm. redemption arc, arc, and she's old yeah. and she lost her arm in one of the other EU games as a service things. Remember that weekly thing in Halo Four or Spartan Ops? Yeah. Spartan Ops, yeah. Um, so she she's already had like multiple of her stories, and I feel like she's, she probably is like ripe to die. But yeah. I, other, I don't think they need to kill her. I think they can have Blue Team be on like side quests. You know, if they're gonna have side quests in this game, this open yep. world game they're building, uh, they can have Doctor Halsey show up for certain stuff. So I don't know if the, uh, they need to kill anyone. See, that's intriguing. Um, one, I agree with you. They could kill off Halsey. Um, mm-hmm. and, and for those who you know know Halo, she's mom. Uh, the Spartan twos refer to her as mom. So Dan, real quick, just for anyone listening, because it occurred to me as we were talking that blue team means an awful lot to the halo nerds, but um, like us, right. But to people who don't know blue team. So correct me if I'm wrong, Dan, but you don't know the actual history of blue team. No, no. Okay. So I will say this, cause I just rewatched it this week. There isn't uh, like a 90 minute kind of not anime, but cartoon, you know, animated it's an anime. movie. They did called the fall of reach, which, um, you can watch for free on YouTube uh, if you want to. It's quite good. It's very basic, but basically, it tells the original story of when John Chief and all the original Spartan Twos were taken as kids at six years old, their clones created, and they were turned into Spartans. And basically, what happens, Dan, is John Master Chief, right? Um, he makes friends with four other core people, and they become the very first Spartan team that goes on a mission in the, in the show or the movie they tell you. Um, one of them, Samuel, uh, actually gets killed like as at 12 years old. Um, but the other four, Linda, Kelly, and Fred with John, who were blue team in, in Halo 5, right? They have been together since they were six years old. Um, and they were the original first Spartan 2 team. So they are like they're John's family. He never had family, right? So they're they're family and like they they mean everything to the core of Halo. So Okay. Well, I mean, that make that makes sense, but like for me playing through Halo was always such it was so focused on Chief, you know, it was just like of course. the guy except and Halo then, too. I mean, yeah, I mean, a little bit, but you <laughs> people know, for, love it now. The part, they didn't as much I when it launched. I I think they will love 5 later. I really do. But yeah, it's just like, and then you throw in, you know, these three guys that maybe, you know, a lot of people don't know about. And it's just like, uh, that's uh, two women and a guy. Stop being well, sexist, please. I just, Thank you. I just, I call everybody guys. I know me too. I'm giving you <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, the guys it's you know, whatever, but it, it's, it's, it's just, I, I didn't know them, you know, I was just like, and I know to your point, yeah. you know, it's just, you know, it, it, it's, <laughs> I didn't have anything really invested in them. So it was just kind of like, yep. Oh, Hey, there's these other people so what are you yeah, gonna do yeah. right. uh let's get this ridiculous super chat from bizzle oh bizzle amazing gosh man Good yeah man thank you so much 50 dollars super chat happy halloween it's nice to be able to catch a live show and great to talk to you all again yeah man we missed you for the kids yeah Hashtag. thank you so for much brother kids. thank um, you man that's thanks, awesome bizzle. yeah you're always yeah. super generous with uh with us at sg bizzle and you know you know how much we appreciate it so thank you oh, very much yes. um i will uh you guys have been generous tonight. I'll make sure I, you know, I, I donated. I got the Twitch payout for my streaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, that always goes to Extra Life. I donated that last week from Season Gaming uh, Community. I always put it from the Season Gaming Community when I do that. Um, <clears throat> so I did that la- or two weeks ago. And, uh, you know, everything from this show will go to that. I'll make sure to call it out when I do. Yeah. So thank you guys very much. And uh, I would like to announce that Ains will be matching all donations. <laughs> I did that last year. I did that last okay. year. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah, so generous. 
it was yeah well it cost me a lot of money how much did it cost you <laughs> <laughs> i did you it on a stream last year and in december i was like i'll match all donations and i think it I, honestly i think it cost me like 180 bucks in one night oh uh, you, you had to sell your uh high-end spartan outfit and now you have this uh, <laughs> yes this one that fogs up <laughs> exactly um yeah so a lot of people saying fall the reach in all seriousness dan i mm-hmm. would it's an easy watch it's not oh, sure. it's not complex or anything and it's it's quite good it's like eight like i said it's less than an hour and a half long mm-hmm. watch it it'll actually give you a lot of context to chief and blue team cool yeah yeah because most people it's also don't know that it's on well there's a guy that hosted illegally on youtube the quality is not very good <laughs> or you can rent it for like three bucks or whatever it actually used to be free on the xbox store but it's not free anymore so what's it called fall of reach just fall of reach yeah um probably streaming it on one of the 18 freaking services that i have <laughs> yeah probably. so i recommend that to anyone but it most people also don't know and not to get continue on this really but you know chief's not even the leader of blue team fred is the leader he's the highest ranking member of no blue idea team, but they always follow chief because he was kind of the, the alpha alpha on omega and he he always kind of wins so anyway um all right, man. Jesus, that was a lot of Halo chatter, but I like it. Really it was. Good. We're like halfway through the show, and we just talked about Halo. Halloween I know. special. Halloween special. That's what we should have mm-hmm. called it. How did I, I not think of that? Good yeah, that God. was terrible, man. Terrible, terrible. All right, guys, we're going to touch on uh, PlayStation State of Play. This won't take long. Um, and then we're going to get to some fun stuff, some horror games. We're going to uh, – Travis has some stuff he wants to mess with uh, Dan about, so it should be a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, PlayStation State of Play, guys. So here's the funniest thing about this, and I, I – there's a there's a friend of mine who is really PlayStation kind of heavy nowadays. Um, he texts me after the show and he goes, "I can't think of a worse 20 minutes I've spent recently in my life than watching that state of play." <laughs> That's a bit of an exaggeration. I'm just Come telling on. you what he said. That's it's not word for word, but it's close. Um, That's hilarious. I I actually was playing Riders and forgot it started, so I went back and watched it, and then I felt like again. I want to be very clear that I think PlayStation, Xbox, whoever, right? Highlighting small games from small studios, developers, very good thing. I love when they do that. And there's not necessarily anything negative about these games per se. Um, I think the problem here is that when PlayStation announces a state of play, even if they say it's 20 minutes, PS4, PS5 games, they said it was third third party uh, partners, the expectation is higher. Right or wrong, it's higher. Mm-hmm. And I think, in my opinion, I don't know what you guys think or chat thinks, but I think that they need to have some separation between the state of play we got, like, what was it, two, three months ago, where, you know, a lot of good games and future stuff announced, right? Versus a state of play like this. Like, Nintendo Direct does Nintendo Direct, and then they do, like, direct indies, right? And you know that's going to be small games. Um, and I just think them saying this is, calling everything state of play sets the wrong tone. Because I think if they would have announced ahead of time and said, hey, Going to give you a look at eight indie games coming. Um, Going to do a quick video with some, you know, some previews. Um, you can find out more on the blog post if you want to. Just kind of make it known that if this is going to be a simple thing. You don't run into this problem. But I think people who got maybe, you know, partially their own fault, but got hyped up to watch this and then watch it, they were like, what, what in the hell is this? Um, yes. There's multiple of the videos, and I said this on cast, multiple of the videos on PlayStation's channel have more dislikes than likes. Damn. Like they really got hounded for it. So I, I don't know what you guys think, but I, it's just expectation setting. And how many times have we talked about Xbox 
setting the wrong expectation and you going into an Xbox show and being like, Jesus, guys, what, what are they doing? You know, and I, I feel this was like PlayStation's misstep. Yeah, I, did, I didn't expect much anyway. So it actually didn't even exceed that. So, I mean, it was, you know, my expectations were down here and it was like, yeah, I even watch it. At first. <laughs> it landed down there. Perfect. Yeah, right down there. Anyway, so I, I, I forgot it was on. And that morning I was like, oh, I got to watch the state of play because, you know, it's a gaming thing. And then I got to the point, I was like, oh, I missed it. So I went over to seasongaming.com uh, backslash place. No, you know, <laughs> I got the recap. It's got all the videos there if you want to go check it out. Yeah, um, it's out there. Thank and you. yeah, and I, uh, I, I just kind of looked through it and I was like, none of this interests me uh, except for bug snacks. Uh, the big, the big snacks. I think uh, the big the snacks. Yeah, those, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, actually, that uh, nothing, nothing, even you know, right of the cage, so to speak. You know, it, it did not move. I will just say that. And uh, <laughs> it, 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 it's stuff like this that I mean, just I don't know who got anything out of it. I'm sure a couple of people did. Star Ocean kind of looked cool. You know, I mean, I, that, that's that's nice. You know, short of that, I got really nothing to say. Yeah. So, so I said, so about Halo. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they, they, they didn't come out and say this is going to be a humongous thing. It's just, but you know, I don't know how you somehow, you know, come underneath the gun. You know, it's just, it's, it's insane to me. So yeah, and it sounds stupid, but I, like I just said, I, I really do think they just need a different name for these types of shows. Um. I, I mean, it seems so trivial, right? But, um, you know, Elu said the same, preach it. Um, you know, Dano said the same. Oh, sorry, moving around here. But it's just transparency. And to Mo's point, and I said this, right? They did say it was a focus on third party for PS4 and PS5. But third party doesn't mean tiny or small dev. People, third party could be people, huge games. Like, right, I, would, people, I think a lot of people wanted Final Fantasy 16. Final Fantasy you know. 16, you know, or they wanted to see, you know, other kind of bigger things that are in the works. PlayStation has a lot of um, timed exclusives coming. Forspoken's another third party, you know. Mm -hmm. um, they've got a couple others that I'm losing track of in my head right now. But, I mean, it's just, yeah, those games are not what people wanted to see as a premier state of play. Yeah, I just forgot about it. Uh, yeah. Elo, let, let's stop the slander, okay? It's Halloween... You know, we're having a good oh, time. Man. It's a fun show. We just we don't need to talk complete uh, nonsense. You know what I mean? It's just complete nonsense. What is wrong with Joe? What is Dan supposed to be? I'm a damn stick figure. I'm like the most basic costume you could probably do. This is what happens when you're 45, super lazy, and super cheap. This is this is exactly because we all had to do it. They should put that on your tombstone. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've got several things I would like to put on there. Like, I don't care. That, that gets the best <laughs> like my bad you know i that, think you mean i didn't care oh i didn't care yeah <laughs> at that point i, I didn't be, care yeah, and i still don't i'll be yeah. incapable of caring but um, yeah, um I, so see we've already gone off track yeah. because state of play Sick was man. so boring that we yeah, can't that find bad. anything to talk about we talked bad. for like 45 minutes about what halo mean? all excited we said state of play and the room's like uh. it's bad news man travis anything to add here man uh i yeah i i think um it probably would behoove them to come up with a different name or just call it state of play India if they're going to keep doing this. But more to the point, I think probably we don't need a showcase for everything. Like I think this probably yes. could have been 
this probably could have been accomplished with a week's worth of tweets. Like they could have just done one tweet a day <laughs> with a different game announcement and a trailer announcement. Yeah, we're going to highlight some games each yeah, day. Yeah, we're going to we're yeah. going to have this week we're going to unveil some new games by a tweet, look for our post on Twitter every day this week. If I were, you know, yeah. social media manager at Sony, that's how I would have handled it just because when you announce a so showcase and make everybody show up at a place in time, there's certain expectations and um, yeah, yeah I, I just think they mishandled it a little bit, so um, yep. Not everything needs to be showcased, everyone. And I'm talking to Xbox too. I don't think you need to do Gamescom every year if you don't have anything to show us. So, yeah, um, yeah, just my opinion. Yep. All right. Enough on state of play because that's a boring topic. Um, <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's move over to just some fun stuff and and chat. Anyone who wants to honestly bring up anything kind of Halloween related, horror related questions for us. Uh, things you'd like to see us talk about or hear us talk about, I should say. Um, just throw it in there, man. We're up for anything. So, is it time for Travis, my segment? Yes, you had yeah. an idea that you wanted to uh, put Dan on the spot or on the grill, kind of. Yeah, so, no, it's uh, more to put us on the grill. So, the, my okay. idea so, for for this segment. I'm still yeah, here ahead. listening. I'm just making more drinks because it's Halloween, and I'm going to do that. Nice. Mm -hmm. Go get drunk, my friend. All right, so he can still hear us. So my idea for the segment is I, I call the segment Dan's trick or treats. And uh, the idea is that uh, Dan tells us a game. He just, he says any game and then Ains and I have to guess if he loves that game or hates that game. And the reason this game is fun is because all of Dan's opinions are insane and also completely unexpected. And so it adds some, uh, some real mystery, you know, like, like he'll just hate randomly, like some indie game that I would have never thought anybody hates, you know. And then like Oxenfree, Let's like Oxenfree. No, but you know what? There's other games where you've said you hated them, and I'm like, what? Like who hates that game? I didn't think anybody didn't hate them. And then there's other games that you you love that I wouldn't have thought you loved, like Yakuza. So, sure. um, this this game is called uh, Dan's Trick or Treats. He's gonna tell us some games. Ains and I have oh. to guess if he hates or loves the game. And then whoever correctly guesses more games will win the contest and they will win dance trick or treats. That's my idea well, for this game. I like the idea. <laughs> the only problem is like Dan said, when we joked about this before the show is that Dan and I have talked a lot. So, yeah. but I, there's going to be some games you don't know that he hates or loves, right? You guys don't talk maybe, about every maybe a handful, ever. but what I was going to yeah. say, just to add some flavor to this is Dan will throw out a game. Now that the chat knows the rules, let them vote as well. Ooh, I like that. That's a good yeah, twist. There, so they, we can we can see if they can guess whether he loves or hates this and, game. Yes. And if you guys have a game, throw it out there too, because I had like 30 minutes to do this. So yeah. we're going to, and I've got like maybe, four uh, Yeah, you guys, the audience can also throw out games and we can see if we can guess it. But I think, you know, Ains, like even if it just wanted to be me as the only person to guess, yeah. like I am in a unique position here because I didn't meet Dan until a couple months ago. And every time he opens his mouth about a game, I'm shocked about his opinion. <laughs> and it, I'm, I'm shocked not just because he hates a lot of games, but he also likes games that I never would have expected he likes. Like if I just brought up, you know, like the, that, uh, that, that uh, My Little Pony uh, dress up game. And he was, he was like, I love it. I, it wouldn't shock me at all because Dan's opinions just are so baffling to year. me sometimes. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I was trying to dig a little bit and, and find some games that, jeez, it was it was a little tough. Um, so I will just throw this first one out there for you. Uh, Mist. Oh, interesting. 
Okay, I don't know this one. So nice. Okay, we're in yeah. Yeah, that, that might be the only one. one. So this okay, is great because then we can talk Ian's about like, does he typically like puzzle games that are hard and make you think? Because my first instinct is like Dan doesn't like to use his brain ever, and like he, he will be <laughs> mad at Mist. He'll be he'll be like angry at them for asking him to like mm -hmm. solve things. So so, so let chat, me ask you: chat, What do you think? Do you yeah, think chat? he loves or hates Mist? He has strong love or hate Mist. Dan, so are we talking? missed when it came out and you played yeah. it or missed now that you can replay it on xbox no i played it only when it first came out okay all right mm, this is tough That's, that makes it harder because now we're yeah. like 25 years ago yeah it was a long time ago this is dan a long time ago i'm actually going to go out on a limb here and say that he loves this game okay mm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say he loves it. I'm going to say it's like unexpected. Like he was at a different time in his life back when he was young and bright eyed and he liked video games. <laughs> and then he loved before the world. I, it's actually him great down. that he has a mask on because I cannot read poker him at face. All. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of perfect. That actually I'm gonna is say, the I'm perfect gonna say he mask for it. poker. It yes. is. Yeah. I'm going to yep. say he loved it. Okay. So Ains, let's see. What do you want to guess officially? We've got the chat says, uh, Pompa says hate. Sarko says hate. Um, fast says hate, dash says hell, hate, guys? um, Bizzle says hate, man. Uh, Diego said loved it. All right, thanks, man. So we've got two loved it's with Travis, Travis, and Diego. The rest of the people are saying hate, and I'm really struggling because I, the obvious to your point, Travis, is hate, the obvious, yeah. but I'm like you that Mist was a revolutionary game at the time, it was, yeah. Um, it, it changed our games too. Mm -hmm. that's true very true uh but to your point you know the world may not have wore him down as much 25 years ago right. <laughs> 25 true. years ago was before he had kids and we yeah, can tell you true. stories about what kids will do yeah. to you so that's, that's true right. it's like a year before <laughs> well, i'm actually i'm actually only 24 years old yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 19. See, and i'm older than people think but i don't have kids and i look young because i play so many video games yeah. <laughs> um so if you're really right. on the fence, I, you, sh you should say hate that way we can have some division between us I, he's right that's fair but i was gonna go on the limb with you so we'll see how okay. strong this tree limb is okay and i'm gonna i'm gonna go that you actually liked it when you first played it which goes against our consensus from chat yeah that's right yeah you guys should have listened to chat that was one of the worst games i've ever oh played. my god <laughs> Ever, I got does. bored. Let me tell you something. I, when I got, there was so much talk about that game back then. Oh it was just like this God. game, like you guys said, it was a resolution. He hasn't game. changed. He right? has no soul. He, he hasn't has changed. No soul. I, you know, I left that back in my early twenties. Once oh I had kids, God. it's gone. So, oh my God, could not stand it. I mean, I should have gone with my first instinct. I played <laughs> two hours, and I think I maybe solved. A puzzle or two. I, I couldn't. So you you don't like any puzzle games. You, you no, hate that's not the witness. True. No, no, no. no um, the you play the witness. I don't think I played the, the witness. Witness is genuinely bad, so I couldn't. Blame what? It. I didn't play the witness. <laughs> I love that. It game. depends on the puzzles. Like you know, I mean, there there's certain ones that are you know all right, but the, that one. Was I like to be challenged. I like to be challenged both sure. with my reflexes on a Halo and on my brain with like puzzle games. And the witness, say what you want, it's a challenging puzzle game. I really oh, very challenging um, yeah. because it's stupid. How dare you? How dare you, sir? <laughs> Perhaps you are the one who is stupid. Yeah, maybe we should, <laughs> sir. Maybe you should uh, be, be better. Highly at possible. 
highly possible. Yeah. I'll tell you, the one that really pissed me off is the one where you have to listen to the music because I was playing with the volume off. Oh, what a mistake. <laughs> Who would have thought they were going to make me like recognize musical notes? Like that was such a uh, a mind screw. But yeah, I love yeah. that game. I, I also love Mist, and I loved it 25 years ago. Well, not yeah. 25 years ago because I was seven, but uh, whatever it came out. Yeah, yeah. Sure. When it, when it, whenever I first played it, I loved it. So yeah. I actually loved it too. I played it on PC um, because we'd never seen a game like that. Um, yeah. Now, if I try to play it now, I don't think my love mm-hmm. would be so high, but. Anyway, let's get the super chat from Huss, Dan. Oh, yeah. I even see it here. Okay. Now I'm on. Uh, on. Huss, $5 super chat. I really get to make it live, and I'm glad I made this one. Invite me uh, one of these weeks, or I'll ruin your next big cast Rocket League session. <laughs> yeah, yeah thank you, Husk. Appreciate the super chat, brother. Yeah, yeah Husk joined me in Pampa for uh, Rocket League a few weeks back. Hilarious. Uh, pretty funny. So thank you, man. Nice. Appreciate that. All right. Like, I All had, right, Dan. Like, I, I was, I, I, the list is very, very short. So it's fine. Um, like it was so short that I said 95% of indie games, but that one's pretty easy. Um, and I'm just going to say, I'm just going to come out and say, I hate you say 95%. You hate 95% probably of higher. There's probably a higher percentage of that. Yeah. See, I love indie games. Dan hates them. Yeah. Yep. Can't Talk about that. painting with a broad brush. Like, no, indie I just, games, I, like, listen, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call somebody out this week I, on Twitter. Oh, I saw, whoa. No, no, no. A friend of our, you know, the show, uh, I think it was Asa from from okay. Game on Daily, and he mm-hmm. had he had responded to our friend Luke's tweet about yeah. Death's Door, and you're talking about the PlayStation. You know, oh, this is you know Game of the Year material, and he just was yeah. like, "No, it's not." You know, just like you know, very loud and blurred. And you know, I kind of agree with that. Like, I feel like Game of the Year has to be really, really super vintage. I haven't played oh, Death's Door, so I can't, I can't here. think about that. Yeah, hold on, let me finish. So, for example, Hades, like last year, I'm like, this is like deserved the, it. It's the popular game that everybody just votes for because they want to be cool. You know what? No, it's not, dude. It's not, it wasn't groundbreaking. I played three hours of that game and I was it like, it is groundbreaking. It. It's the first roguelike Listen. game that actually tells a good story and Listen. makes it rewarding to die. Like it's such a it's such a good game. It mass it's the it mastered that that genre. Mm. Okay, mm. so yeah, Death's Door, Dan yeah. hates. No, yeah, that one I hate. You know what? I'm gonna throw out what? one. Just, oh my god! I haven't Jesus played it. Christ. I haven't played that one. I can't. I can't say anything about it. Oh, oh I thought you were talking about Death's Door. What game were you talking do about? You, no, do you like, no, do you like I was saying that, that, that when I say 95% of indie games, like he kind of, you know, he's just like, yeah, you know, everybody kind of puts up these smaller games and like, oh, this is an amazing game. Like, there's some that are great. You know, last year my game of the year was The Pathless. You know, yeah, who would have guessed that? With Ghost of Tsushima, as much as this I love that This is what I'm saying. Game. You're an enigma. All right, let's <laughs> right. do another one. Let's do another yes. one. I want to hear. Let's throw Crimson Skies out there. That seems to be a very popular Woo! one that people want to be rebooted. Main one, right? And, you know, I and think the OG, Xbox. Back the OG Xbox, right? Yeah. yeah. OG Xbox, yes. OG Xbox. One of the one of the one of the legendary OG Xbox games on Xbox legendary. Live. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I I my uh, I have a good guess for this one. My instinct is saying hate because it's multiplayer. Okay, so chat. Let's get chatting this. So, Crimson Skies. You think Dan loved or hated that game? We're we're back. What about eighteen years or so? Yeah. Um, I, I, I I'm a little bit more seasoned at the time. I've got a seven year old kid. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a I do have a guess that I I think will be more in line with. We'll see. Pompa says you loved it. 
Faz says you hated it. Mm-hmm. Diego says loved. Bizzle says loved. So more people leaning towards loved on this one. Ooh. Eric as well. He says he's playing Crimson Skies right now. Look at that. Well, some people are saying loved it, but some people are saying there's zero one. So loved like, it, liked man. it, liked it. So the only one joining you, Travis, with hated it is Ange. I. I oh, wait, wait. And, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't locked down my my answer yet. Okay. And honestly, I I because I just met Dan recently. I feel like chat knows Dan better than I do. And oh, really? that's like, so I have to, the audience, the audience <laughs> sort of like ask the, ask the audience thing here. And in in yeah. this game show is, uh, it can't so be a Dan, middle ground. Whoever said middle the, ground, we, we made Dan pick games that he has strong opinions on one way or the other. So it's either yeah, he hated one. it or he loved it. So uh, no Dano says despised it with Ange. So yeah, we were um, about five to two. I'm, I'm gonna i'm honestly just i'm gonna, I'm gonna ignore chat and go with my gut hated it just because i know he hates multiplayer games and i can't imagine him him liking this game okay um by the way i just want to mention i know that we get a lot of audio listeners um <laughs> so apologize this is not necessarily the best segment for audio listeners but at least you can hopefully as you're listening to this guess along with us uh on these games yeah. so um i am gonna go loved it because the only reason why is because I do know that Dan loves flight games. Oh, he does. And I didn't yes. know that. And if Dan, I can imagine in his prime, a flight game that he was good at Dan because he prime? likes flight games. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very short prime. It was 2002, February to 2002, April. April. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so in all seriousness i would assume that back then if he liked flight games was good at them even though it's multiplayer he was probably good at it and could actually beat people in it i think he liked it damn okay i'm probably wrong on this one crap all right all right dan Dan. don't don't do me wrong no i hated that game Yes! <laughs> I'm winning. Yes. <laughs> no, you know what? I mean, it's one of those games that it was like it was really below average. Like let, let me let me pause real quick. Up, it was really let me pause. below average. And and then I, I keep seeing all this like, oh I need to pause need a studio to remake Crimson Skies. I'm like, why? It wasn't that good. I think you guys are forgetting how not good it was. So, uh, it, oh my god, I'm just throwing it out there. Oh, oh my god, yeah, it controlled like Look, garbage. You just had like five so people bad, leave man. the chat immediately when you said that. <laughs> it's probably all the Xbox guys. I'm sorry, Xbox guys. It's my bad. Hold on, hold on. Xbox Live, yeah. I don't even know where to begin. I'm trying to collect my thoughts. It's all right. Xbox Live was new on he the likes scene, basically. Flight games, but he hates one of the best. I do, games. I love flight games. It's unreal. Yes, so. Yep. Xbox Live was, you know, uh, built off of Dreamcast. We don't have to go through the whole history, right? But sure. Live was new. And the whole concept of, on a console yeah. at least, right, playing yeah. with others, Xbox Live, it was really revolutionary. And yeah. people really enjoyed different experiences. So Mech Warrior was a big one, right? Mm-hmm. Mech Warrior was big. Obviously, Halo goes without saying. NFL 2K, all, you know, mm-hmm. these games. Um, or And the XFL sports games. You remember them? NFL Fever and stuff. Those yeah. were great. Um Crimson Skies held a unique place at that time, which was a flight game, a flight multiplayer competitive game. And Dan, no matter what you say, mm-hmm. it was an incredible game for mm-hmm. the time period. If you go right. back and play it now, it may not hold up as well, of course. But for the time, yeah. it offered an experience that no other game was offering. 
And being that it offered a multiplayer experience, no one, nothing else was offering, and you love flight games, how the hell did you not like that game? That's I'm what I couldn't figure out. This is like my, my <laughs> this is my wheelhouse here, and I couldn't stand it. You know, and I don't know if it was you know the controls. I don't know if it was it was just how one do you of like use. I want to see one of your reviews where it just says, I don't know why I hate this game, but I do. And that's like yeah. the whole review. <laughs> Eric <laughs> says, Eric says, can I get a game that Dan actually likes just to get some kind of barometer to yeah, make okay. sure he likes games? Let, let me tell you, I so I'm chronicling this. I, I'm like on a quest to figure out Dan's taste or lack thereof in his case, which is it's endless. Li- that's an endless he li- quest. He mm-hmm. likes uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, yep. Yakuza, mm-hmm. uh, the Hitman games. Sure. He likes uh, Dance Central. Just kidding. I had to get one in there just to see if anybody would believe That was me. my next um, one. That was his next? It, <laughs> no, really? No, it was, no, oh, okay. It was <laughs> um, uh, actually, I think that's all I know. I think I know you like four video games. Um, oh, oh, he likes the Assassin's Creed games, which, I mean. Yeah, some of them. Yeah, yeah. he likes some of those. So. Sure. All right. You guys ready for another one? Yes, I'm winning for the record, Ains. I'm beating I'm, you at this game. You are, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually I'm... pulling up something right now as a joke. So don't, like, if you see me kind of looking aside, I'm doing something. So just oh, go yeah, ahead. He likes I'm State listening. of Decay. I think he likes both State of Decay. I do love State of Decay. He does love yeah. State of Decay. I can tell. The, yeah, uh, you, know, yes. you know, Diego knows my favorite game is D. That was my favorite one of my favorite horror games, for sure. Um, but I'm going to go out here and throw go back to, like, the PlayStation. Uh, okay. And... Uh, with uh, Armored Core. Okay. All right. All right. A from Core. I don't know this one either. You did good, Dan. I don't know. This is, yeah, this is a great game. So, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Armored Core. Okay. They have uh, you've first, you've I'm, I'm refreshing first. myself with this game. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to look. It's a mech game. It's a mech game. game. Yeah, this mech, is, this mech is one of the really game. soft games, right? Yeah, it really is. From soft. Which is the rumor that that's the other IP that FromSoft is working on right now alongside Elden Ring is they're bringing back Armored Core. That's the rumor. Um, I had to pull this up just for fun real quick. So, you know, everyone watching and listening knows that Travis joined the big cast a few months back. Um, As he started this quest to understand Dan, (laughs) the very first show, Bright Eyed, this is him. You know, he's ready. He's happy. He's he's fresh looking. He 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 knows that this is going to be fun, right? Trying to figure this out. He's going on an adventure. That's that's Travis. Give it another month or two after the four months we've had. This is going to be Travis. <laughs> this is him trying to figure out Dan. It's just he's going to be. He oh, has no, no idea the journey that he's taking on here, and he's going to regret it deeply. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to come out and hit you with some stuff. I mean, you guys. I mean, I, I got one more after this, but I, I know Ains knows it, so I don't want to well, Armored Core, Armored Core, I have an inkling again. My inkling last time was wrong, so it doesn't sure. seem to matter. But I do have I'm, an inkling gonna, on this one. I'm going to go with Loved It. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because so, guys. I know, uh, I know it's a single-player game. Um, from what I remember of it, it's got lots of, like, interesting objectives you can complete, mm-hmm. um, which he tends to like those sorts of games. I think he loved this game. Okay, you're going loved it. So we've got, we've got, uh, sorry, I'm trying to catch up to chat. We've got uh, Dash says he can't do three hates in a row, so he's got to go with loved it. Uh, oh, don't, don't, don't rely on that logic. Dan can't do three <laughs> hates in a row. He just told me he hated all indie games. Like, like, don't, do not underestimate the, the depths of his pain. Like, he can, oh, hate the, the depths guy. of Dan's hate are, I mean, 
endless. I have I have a lot of spite in my heart, and Dan puts me to shame. So yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, okay, Pampa and Dash are going loved it. Travis is going loved it. Uh, Faz says hates. So mm. we've got a hate. Um, he Tal hates says, all other FromSoft games. I know that. That's true. Tal says FromSoft better bring back Armor Core, which is uh, which is true. I know a lot of people um, that I talk to are really, um, you know, kind of wanting them to do that. Anyone else vote? Diego's got to loved it in the house. So most people go and loved it on this one, Dan. Yeah. How about you, Ains? Oh. What, what is your inkling? My inkling? Um, Yago in the house. Let me call, call out Yago. Yeah, good, good friend of the show. Uh, I'm late. Was looking forward to the show today. Sorry, I was beating the game of the year, Guardians of the Galaxy. We talked you about missed, that earlier, you Yago. Us. We talked yeah. about it. Yeah. I, loved, I loved that I'm game, to, Yago. I'm going to yeah. have to go buy that, I guess. You should play it. Actually, it's very good. I love I, Marvel. You know, I'm surprised Dan, I have Dan, it. Dan, I'm hearing nothing but good things about it to echo yeah. Travis. It's, it sounds like a game, Dan, that's right up your alley. I would check yeah. it out. I devoured yeah. it, man. Beat it in one yeah. sitting. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, Eric said, uh, Diego, sorry, Diego's going with love, Eric's going with hate. So, we got a couple hates. Tao's going hate, actually. The hates are catching up, so it's pretty even on this one. Husk is still trying to push a middle ground, which we don't have. Dan, honestly, Dan has very few middle grounds. I feel like you guys should change your review uh metric for just for Dan, and it should yeah. just be 10 and one, like those are. Because that's how he feels about all games, right? It's either well, no, there's there's, there's there's the occasional man, you know, like that's a five, you know, you can go one. Right. Five, so you're man. you're choosing the tens and ones in your book. Though. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. All right. right. My my inkling was um, loved it uh, because nice. I'm gonna give reasoning again. Not that it matters because it didn't matter last time. But Dan does like strategy games uh, if they if they have something that intrigues him. And I assume that mechs and kind of, you know, that I, I just assume that type of environment Dan enjoyed back then in the PS2, PS3 era. All right, Dan, we've got, I think we've got three or four hates and we've got about four or five loves. Where you at? Love the series. The whole there series. we yeah. go. I got one right. We got, got, one, got one right. All right. Yeah. So I mean, it was, it's, one, it's, it's two one of my one. favorites. And, and it, 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 but just the, the thought of it, like coming out now, Knowing that From's doing it now and like thinking, okay, you know, is it going to be like kind of old school from stuff or is it going to be, you know, this new crap they keep throwing out here that is ridiculously hard? They're going to do a souls like armor. Yeah. Core. I mean, th yeah, that's that's what I'm waiting for. And maybe at the time, maybe it was that hard. I don't, you know, remember it was that hard. I remember getting through it and really, really liking it. So. You know, Dal says I'm shocked. Fast as dude, wow. dude I, I'm sh I'm shocked every time he says an opinion he has. Of <laughs> like every time, I'm just shocked. It's so crazy. <laughs> All right, so um, let's do like two more because this is taking longer than I thought. But like, I think we're having I, fun though. Get the hardest right. ones. Gosh, yeah, I don't the, know. The I want I want the ones that because Ains Ains is, is zero for three for knowing the answer right away. So, um, I've got yeah. that one right. You no, for one, knowing right? the answer right away. Like you said that you weren't going to be able to play this game, like you because you would know the that's answer true. already. That's true. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's done a good job of picking games we haven't talked about previously. So yeah, it's it's been it's been tough. Um, I had another one, Legacy of Cain. That's going back. Okay, that's another series that you know the the old school people like us keep calling for to return. That is uh Legacy of Cain to give you the seasoned aspect here. 
that's the series that uh, made Amy, Amy Hennig Amy her Hennig. name. Yep. Yes. All right. Uh, let's uh, see so where this we is at a here. Crystal Dynamics game. I it think is. he. I think he likes Crystal Dynamics. I haven't talked to him about Tomb Raider. Damn it. Um, mm. But he likes. I, Square will, I will tell you. I'll help you here. He likes Tomb Raider. Yeah. Okay. He does. I, I mean, but like this game, Legacy of Kane's not like Tomb Raider, so it's but. not. But it's it's made by the same developers. I feel like, yeah, yeah. So the 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 chat is uh, we've got Eric and um, Dash saying loved it. Yago, we're talking, we're having a, just a goofy little segment here uh, about Dan is calling out a game because we always joke that we can't make heads or tails of what Dan likes and hates. Um, so Travis came up with the idea of Dan basically picking a game from his past and us guessing whether he loves or hates it. Um, and so far, um, as it's you would expect, it's just, yeah. you might as well, at this point. yeah, it's like rolling a hundred sided die and picking one number. <laughs> yeah, right. It really is. <laughs> Even though there's 50, 50 odds, it's impossible to understand. Um, we're calling the segment Dan's tricks or treats and tricks or treats. The, yeah. That's the whole, I like it. This was a good idea, Travis. Good Thank idea. You. Um, so we've got. Uh, loved it, loved it. We've got uh, Ange going with hates again. Ange is just thinking you hate everything, which I appreciate. She's, Ange, love yeah, it. And also, I, I mean, that's honestly, that's a good strategy. Closer. You'll it get is, eighty percent of them right. It's basically like black. Um, yeah. It's like uh, uh, betting black or red. Just bet it's black, black every or red time, every time. You know? exactly, but with Dan, yeah. you know it's going to be black eighty percent of the time. Right. Yeah. And that that's a double punt for you, by the way. Um, mm. Never mind. This one's tough. It's calling out Rihanna. It's, it's there. sort of a it's sort of a cult classic. I think this game only won a couple million copies. So um, we've got we've got a loved it. We've got a loved it. We've got a loved it. We've got fans saying, "Fans, Jesus, I'm drinking over here." We've got Faz yep. saying, "Hate uh, fans." I actually like that because I call her Ange. I call her Faz. We're just going with fans. It's easier. Fange. All right. Um. So who we've got? We've got to stop saying middle ground. None of these okay, are middle look. ground. Yeah. These guys, look, where, where are my moderators? We got love and hate middle ground. We've already told you. We've got Elu, who is a moderator, saying it's a thin line between love and hate, which actually says nothing. This is true. But that yeah. is true for Dan. For Dan, it, like literally, his it only takes one thing for him to hate a game and write off everything else about it. It's pretty crazy. This is true. This is true. Yeah. And Yago says, I love Dan. At least he keeps it honest on what he loves and plays like I do. Hey, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. He, I, I will credit that. No matter if I don't understand his opinion, he's at least direct and, and honest about it. That's for damn sure. So, all right. Um, Legacy of Kane. Where, where are you at, Travis? Because I, I honestly don't have an inkling on this one. Um, you can I'm, do like the whole series. You I'm know, tempted to go with the good question. Just, whole, whole series, Dan. Sure, sure, whole series. Okay. I'm tempted to go with. Uh, the strategy that people are using, which is just say, Hey, and you'll be right more often than not. Um, but my, so I didn't play all of the legacy Kane games, but I know that they are beloved by a certain like subset of the gaming community. Yes. But Dan typically, it also feels like an indie game, that game. It has like sort of a scrappier feel. And I know he hates indie games too. Um, but the thing that's really getting me is the fact that he likes Square Enix. He likes a lot of their games and he likes Crystal Dynamics. So I'm, yeah. it's tough. I, I'm going to go with hate. I am. I, I don't, I, this is hard for me because I love all the games he's mentioned so far. And so for me, it's just like, <laughs> it's just rough because I'm like assuming somebody else is going to hate a game that I liked. But um, 
there's just part of me that's thinking about the what you actually do in that game and also the weird story you know it's got right, people so you... ripping things out of people's chest and i i'm gonna go with hate i, I have okay. to i have to go no. with my gut on this one final answer hey final okay. answer husk actually picked the side he said loves it all right nice. so my inkling here is hate as well but i'm gonna gamble because i'm behind i'm behind you by a point right now yeah and so i don't think we have enough games if we agree on everything for me to catch up obviously correct correct so yeah the math seems to check out um i'm gonna have to go with love and and dan just don't do me wrong I mean, you should really, really rethink our friendship here. I am right now. I'm just like, what, <laughs> what is happening here? I hey, Dan, are you, are you giving me good news? I cannot stand that game. Let me tell you the whole series. I played the first two hours of Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver, and I never played the rest of the series, so I assumed it was just as bad. So that's oh my where God. I'm at with those. I'm just like, nah. I'm good. Ains, you officially Again. have run out of time to beat me. I've won that's the it. game. I know. You well, got me. Well, last one with like 20 points. I don't even know what oh, that means. Boy. So why do you why do you hate that game? Why do you it hate just, it? It felt very very basic and 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 just dumb. I mean that, that I mean I just want to get. Sometimes you play a game, you're like, this is stupid, and then that, and that was one of them. So you know this is a lot of games like that. But I just game. you know like, like <laughs> wow. games you know I'm gonna. You know what other game, game is stupid, Dan? Yakuza. Yeah. No, and that Fantastic. game's amazing, but it's, it's so amazing. stupid. Amazing. I can't, man. I can't. We have literally, if you think of like Dan thought this was if, gonna Ains Ain thought this was gonna be easy. I just want everyone to realize when I proposed this, true. Ains was like, lying. Oh, I don't even know if I can play it. It's gonna He's be not lying. Easy. He's not lying. And the best dude, the best I'm, part yeah. is if, if you went to the gaming community and we have a tight knit community here, everyone yeah, in the sure. chat, yeah, right? Sure. If you went to all of us and you made a list of 10 series, let's say 10. Yeah. That yeah. if you could just bring back to modern day, mm. I would I'd be willing to bet that Legacy of Kane and yeah. Crimson Skies would be on that list for right. sure for most people for yeah. most people and yet Dan right. literally hates both of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what people see in those games. Actually, like, if, if, if you could you could tell Dan, give me ten games that you hate with a passion for no reason. And then if he put out that list and gave it to somebody without any context, they would probably look at the list and go, oh, is this a list of your 10 favorite series? You know, because they're all like well-known good games, you know, they would just assume that it was a, that that's what the list was of. Yep. Um, yeah, Papa says, Dan, give me a list of what you like. You don't even, you don't need a Not list. I can give you three bullet points. The list won't help you. That's the other thing I've learned is the list right. will not give you any sort of guidance. It will it will only confound you more. It will only make you more confused. Yeah. So uh yeah, uh, let's do one more. Well, there's me. There's me. <laughs> I, 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 this one I, okay, like you know, if I say like life is strange, most people will know that every single one of those is probably, you know, for me. It's probably a trash game, but I understand where people, you know, and this is obviously it's hyperbolic a little bit because I haven't played them because I have no interest in them after playing 10 minutes of one of them. You know, yeah. I, I like the, the angsty teenager stuff immediately. <laughs> Can I ask you trash. a question? Yeah, no, no, well, split, no, Splinter Cell guys. He, we, they're asking oh, no, about Splinter Cell. Dan or Mo no is too. He loves Splinter Cell. Yeah, that's, he does. We know that. Oh, yes. oh, because yeah, the Hitman stealth thing. Yeah. 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 Um, so. Dan, do you like Minecraft? 
You know, I got into it when it first released on the <gasps> PC, and I played it probably for like two or three months, like nonstop. <gasps> oh this my god! Early. This is this is before all this stuff they have now. I mean, like way before. I mean, I don't even he know if they had like Redstone at the Minecraft. time. You know, it was it was something. It was just really really basic. It was like dig how? as far down as you can and fall into the lava. Likes Minecraft. How can you? How oh, can god. you? No. How can you Mi- not Minecraft, like Minecraft? Minecraft. I feel like if you don't like it, I I feel like you don't like fun. It's like it's like playing with Legos, and you're like, oh, I hate Legos. You know it, that, I mean? That's like, exactly yeah. it. It's literally just a pure sandbox. Like how yeah. can you? How can you look right. at Minecraft and be like, no, it's terrible? I'm like you, I'm gonna yeah. tell you how right now. It will open up your eyes. The problem with games like that is that when it first came out, it was super original it was super fun and i really really enjoyed it and then they make it super complicated by continuing to add over and over and over they've no, done this but in the, several but games. Man, there's a creative too. mode you don't have to you create a mode you can just yeah do whatever it, it you sounds want. like he, it sounds like he's just gotten soured on it but that's okay it just, like it just becomes as long as, as long as when he played it he felt like right. that joy like I, i'm okay <laughs> like that's fine that he became like human again for an hour he was yeah, human exactly. for an hour but why why i mean there's there i'm trying to remember that other game it just it just seemed like it was like oh this is really good like no man's sky right when it first came Actually, out, it was kind of it was kind of that, that was the opposite though. That game right. was bad. But they, they started adding stuff and they got to a really sweet spot where it was like, okay, this is this is really good, and they've got a lot of good stuff in here. And and then they came out with that new update, maybe like two years ago, whatever it was. And I was just like, What I don't this, understand what's going on. This is like, one of just, those rare occasions where I completely agree with Dan. Yeah. They no man's sky continues to to add stuff. To the point where it's not necessarily a bad thing because people love what they're adding, right? But they've they've made too much of the new additions required to enjoy the game. Right. Like I played New Man's Sky at launch for 80 hours. And wow, that's a lot of bad game. I yeah, it had a lot of faults, whatever, but it was intriguing to me for whatever reason, right? Um, I went back to play it last year when whatever the update was. And in the tutorial now, they force you, you have to build. And as soon as a game forces me to build, not for fun, but because you have to, I'm like, no, I'm out. This just, it bores me to tears. Like, I didn't have to do that. Why do I have to do it now? Um, Anyway, that's a whole different topic. There some good improvements, but you you, you oversaturate the world with just all this stuff. And yeah, again, you can do the the free mode or whatever it is. (laughs) But you know what? Uh, they, there was a story that could have, you know, gone somewhere, and I feel like it really didn't. And then they just started throwing other stories at it, and then they started adding mechanics that just seemed really pointless, and it just got very, very overwhelming. And it's it's it was a pretty deep game, even when it came out. You know, just about all the stuff you could do. But man, there was a point where I was just yeah. like, okay, this is too much. Too much. Um, by the way, uh, Yago says, "What is Dan supposed to be?" I'm stick Dan. He's a stick he's a, figure. He's a stick Dan. He's stick, stick Dan. Stick Dan. Dan. Yep. stick Dan. Dan the stick. Rodriguez. All right. So um, we're having That's a lot of fun one. with this. Dan, Dan, do you have another one? Super Mario Galaxy. Okay. So, guys, for, for chat and everyone else, we'll do one more of these. And then with chat, I want to talk about some uh, some scary games, some horror games to close yeah. this out. We'll have some fun yep. with that. Good. So, hey, Slomo, What's up, brother? Good to see you. Do you know this one? I have no idea. No idea. Perfect. Oh, this is such a good game. In fact, I've drank so much, I don't even remember what you just said. What was the game? Super Mario Galaxy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, 
Super Mario Galaxy. Okay. Super mm -hmm. Mario. I know Dan has a pretty severe hostility toward Mario and Nintendo games. Not necessarily Mario. Hey, but, no hint. But no hint. Ninten yeah, Nintendo it's games. Nintendo. All right. Yeah. So we're going guess. Fange is right back on the hate to train. She's going. She's yeah. sticking to her oh, gun. At this point. This is tough uh, because I, I know this is not uh, logic you ever want to use with Dan, but like most people argue that Super Mario Galaxy is like the best game aside from, you know, Super Mario Land 3. Like, like it might be the best Mario game ever. So people definitely hold it up there. That's for sure. Yeah. So Fange has hates it. Uh, Big Mad Mo. Mo, what's up, brother? Good to see you. He says, love it. Thanks for hanging out as always. Um. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, we've only got Asthma two votes on so far. Black again, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, she's on black every time. So yeah. I, I'll go first, Travis, since you've seemingly gone first. Um, I'm gonna go. I do have an inkling here. I'm gonna go with hate. That's my inkling as well. Uh, the reason why for me is it's not that Dan dislikes Mario games; it's that Galaxy was the first Mario game to require at the time motion controls. And I can picture Dan being being frustrated and annoyed with that. That's aspect. actually a, a pretty. So I one thing I have noticed, and maybe this will keep me from being Frodo esque in the future. Um, <laughs> I I think one of the things I've noticed with Dan is the reason he he hates a lot of games that other people love is because he has the opposite reaction to new ideas. When somebody comes out with, with yeah. something and it's like, oh, this is the first time this has ever existed in a video game. Most people go, oh, that's cool. That's unique. That's fresh. And they love it. Dan goes, oh, this is new and stupid and I hate it. And so he tends to have the opposite reaction when new stuff is introduced. Whereas most people, when they see something new, they're like, whoa, I've never seen that before. So that's why I think he hates Galaxy because it's like, it, it, it like you said, motion controls and it had a lot of like new stuff in the Mario thing. And I could see... Uh, him, you know, being the old man screaming at clouds, going, "This isn't the Mario I, knew, <laughs> I love." And I think, right. I think, I think it's hate too. Okay, so we've got some funny chat. I love that you guys are getting into this. Um, so Eric says, "Hate." There's too much space. Dan hates space. I can see that. <laughs> uh, Pomp says, Fair "You love it." Pomp and Mo, who uh, watch every week and know you pretty well, Dan both say you love it. But Tao mm -hmm. agrees with us and say hate. Mm -hmm. um looking 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 anymore no so we we were kind of mixed on this one True. yeah i think we're mixed on all of these this is an enigma man like figuring out what he <laughs> likes, nice likes. It, it's only it's only further emphasizing the point that you can't make heads or tails of this yeah all right dan mario yeah. galaxy give it to us yeah you guys were exactly right with all of your reasoning very good job can't stand it one of the worst Mario games ever made. Might be the <laughs> wow. worst. And you know, wow. I played some of the yeah, I played some slow mo got this in before you said it, by the way. So he nice. got it right as well. Good job, slow mo. Yep. I I, mean, I got all of these right except for the first one. I'm I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about myself today. 80% of games are not gonna resonate with me, maybe higher, maybe 90, you know. I mean, and like you know, I especially like indie games. I, I just I I'm at the point now. And my tastes have changed over the years, obviously. But now, you know, I'm spending my money. <laughs> I want to get my $60 worth. I want a good story. I want some good mechanics. I want it to look nice. You know, superficial as hell. I don't need some kind of stupid meaning behind everything. Just, you know, just have, you know, have a good story. You know, just be, 
be what you are. You know, Red Dead Redemption. So much, I got so much value out of that game. Red Dead Redemption. 2. Oh my and God! I, you're getting fantastic. flamed in the comments, Dan. You are. You're getting flamed. torn up. You're getting torn up. That's okay. Um, Listen, I yeah. I get flamed like that at my house. So it, you know, <laughs> bomber. <laughs> good to see you, brother. It's all good, you know, and and and, and that's okay. You guys can have different opinions. I'm not right. I'm usually <laughs> never right. I mean, we've had people like stop watching the show because of my awesome takes. Which is fine. Awesome. <laughs> Eric says he was bullied by indie games in his youth. <laughs> yeah, and it's not that I don't think that they're they're very like the developers for those games. I mean, they're very good at what they do, and respect to them. I just will not waste my time because I know it would it would it would have to be like Game Pass is a perfect vehicle for it for me. You know, I can get on there, try it out for you know a few minutes, and I'll know pretty quick you know whether or not this game is going to resonate. Yeah, fast. yeah, you know, that's like the game. that's one of the nice things for people like you. I right. mean, I love it as well, but it, it's even better for people like you who yeah. like less of them, right? Because I I love I love a lot of yeah. games, um, but for people like you, it's like I could try this. It's no risk to me. I'm already part of the service. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, uh, and that's... By the way, sorry, I just want to domino this whole chat right now. That Yago says the best Nintendo system was Super Nintendo. By the way, he is one hundred percent correct. Oh, I know. If you disagree with that, uh, if you disagree not with that opinion but that fact, um, I can yeah. debate you any day. But Super Nintendo is the goat. Yes, Jago is correct on that. Yes. Correct. But yeah, I mean it's it's it you know, and it's like I said, I don't want to slam you know these people that put in like the hard work and stuff. I could totally respect it, but it's just now. You know, it's got to be a big game for me, and, and it's stupid. It's stupid, mindless fun. Far Cry Six. There's not much thought that goes into that when you're playing it. You just play it. And, I told you, you know, Far Cry Six is a great game. It's fun. Great game, great game. Yeah. You know, and and it, that's what I need. Yeah, that's why I can. I, I end up going back and playing games like Cyberpunk because it, it, it's. I, I know that you know it's like it's like that meal. You know, like that that comfort food for me. And those big games. So that that's generally like back in the day, totally different. Nowadays, you know, respect to the indie games, but yeah, I got time. By the way, uh, Elu confirms Super Nintendo is the best. Of course, slow mo backs yeah. it up as well. Um, right. At least we're fat, all in agreement fat. on that. No, fan says GameCube. She's wrong. Well, she was uh, right Mo, the entire rest of the time, so I don't know. Yeah, Mo happened. says GameCube as well. He's also wrong. Uh, she just me. she just put it on black every time, Dan. That doesn't count. I I was out <laughs> here. I was out here trying to get into your brain and figure you, you were out. Doing uh, the work, I appreciate. Yeah, it, I mean, I got the one right that that you that I said you loved, and then all the other ones that you hated, I got right. I'll just I, I, I just came in too optimistic. I came in with a love, and it was a hate right off the bat. <laughs> you should have stick to the instinct. But yeah, I should have stuck. Just to, just sure. nail down the Super Nintendo thing. Super Nintendo launch with super mario world which is a goat game we don't even have to get into chrono trigger final fantasy 2 and 3 a million others i could name you're talking gamecube yeah, come on come on stop it yeah stop snes it. is the best Nintendo no, system. come on it's not even in the same galaxy ah yeah, gotcha um we got another super pompa what are you doing you're killing us baby yeah, yeah man. You got oh jeez, i got chet or chet I was there. I was reading the other super chat. There was another one before this. Dan, do you what's do you like video games? Dan, meh. You know, what's the fuck? <laughs> Dan <laughs> so, or uh, Pompa. Thank you so much, dude. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, I mean that's that's awesome, man. Ten dollar. We got that one generous. from Bomber too. For yeah, got it right here. Yeah, Xbox is dead. PlayStation is dead. Much love, y'all. F Chad. <laughs> you know, he's bringing some some money to to the kids. So so yeah. you know, good for Chad. 
Thank you, know? you Chet. Thank you, Chet. Yeah, Chet. We put your garbage opinions to good use. Yeah. Please leave a comment on any kind of words we mispronounce down below. Right down there. <laughs> or using Big the context. Mario World is the best Mario. Another correct fact. Thank you very yeah, much, sir. That's fair. Um, <laughs> all right. So, chat, we're, we're having a lot of fun here. I, I think, anyway, I am. Um, we are all guys. Fun. <laughs> it is the Halloween season. So let me ask this of everyone, really. Um, I guess it's a two-part question, which is it's October. We got Halloween tomorrow as we're recording this. Actually, it is midnight officially here in Central. So it's October 31st as we're recording. Um, what was I going to say? Do you have a habit of playing specific games for Halloween, whether it be horror games or just something kind of reminiscent of the season, fall season? Um and then, of course, the obvious question is, you know, in terms of horror games or spooky games, whatever have you, what games really stand out to you? Like, what games do you think of? Do you go back and play? Uh, do you have fond memories of, you know, from a from a horror perspective or anything like that? Let me let me hear what you got. Man, I mean, mine will be very, very fast because I'm not a horror game guy. Um We've brought it up a thousand times. Parasite Eve was probably my one, you know, it still is one of my top five games of all time. And, wow. okay. you know, it's, Which it's, one? it's Parasite Eve. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. PlayStation game. one. Which one was one? I think. Yes, one. Yes, two. it was. Yeah. And then, uh, so that's that's probably my favorite horror game of all time. That's I've been, not a horror game. Come on. Well, it's psychological horror. That, that's as close as horror. That Look, looking at PS1 graphics right now, in today's age is a horror game. Of itself, that's true. Now, if you remake that and you know, and, and somebody does it really well, I'm all for it. I've been wanting that to come back. Um, as far as underrated, I would I don't play a lot of them, so I would say maybe Evil Within 2 because I, I, I played through some of that and I thought it was really, really good, good. And I just got to the point where I just couldn't handle it anymore. I it just started scary. replaying it, yeah, on Series X, it's really good now. Uh, it's really underrated. I, I reviewed that game, I think yeah. I gave it an eight out of ten. It's very good. Yeah, it's performance is great nowadays too. So um, yeah. we've actually got a lot of a lot of comments. So we'll uh, let's talk through this. Yeah. So Slow Mo said, "I play until dawn." Great game. Um, and Dan, I don't know if you've played those. Those are I don't know if you like them or not. But until dawn and the PlayStation ones, right? The 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 story ones. Well, until dawn was a PS one, and the then they, they it's the anthology that's out now, and they had. Um, Oh, see, I've been drinking. Uh, Man of Madon was the first one, which honestly wasn't very good. Um, but then they came out with Little Hope. Yeah. No, Little Hope. Until Dawn, I thought was with the... Uh... No, no, Man of Madon, Man of Madon. Yeah, yeah, you're not you're not hearing me. Until Dawn was okay. PlayStation a few years ago. Oh. Then, okay. then the company came out with their mm. anthology, their horror anthology, and they came out with um, Man of Madon was their first one. Um, it wasn't very good. And then they came out with Little Hope, which was better than Man of Madonna, in my opinion. Um, and then literally last week, they came out with House of Ashes, which oh, I haven't which played yet, I, but I want to. Which I played today, actually. I got okay, a group of five so people for theater mode. Um, we are like 70% through it. We've had one death, an unfortunate death indeed. Um, <laughs> and um, it's, it's, it's the best one so far. Like easily. Awesome. Yeah, I've, yeah. Heard like, good, I've heard good things. Little Hope, I thought, was, was better than Man of Madonna, but but it wasn't you know, great not, but it's better. not amazing but this one like i'm like all right yeah th this is where the series like needs to be and i also 
that maybe this is a Dan opinion, but I really did not like until dawn. So this is a turnabout okay. for me. Um, okay. So I think I have it and I just haven't played it. You should play those. Yeah, just, they're not, they're just, not scary. It was, a, it was a little too campy for me until dawn, just a little like too Very. cheesy. I, I couldn't, I couldn't get by it. Whereas these ones they're, they strike a good middle ground, I think between being campy and being like legit horror games. So, wow. Um, um Eric says uh, in caps, Deadly Premonition, which I know is one of those cult favorites. You know, it's like a small group of people really love that game. I've never actually played it, um, but, you know, that's cool. <laughs> uh, Pampa says PT Envisage, which um, Dan will never play. Those games are creepy as hell. Yep. Uh, they that's really, really true. are. Um, and Pampa also says Silent Hill 2, which I think is one of the goats. Um, you know, I'd argue Silent Hill 2 is one of the top five of all time. Yeah, it's, it's up there for sure. Uh, what do we got? We got Eternal Darkness from Mo on the GameCube. That's a good GameCube shout out right there is Eternal Darkness. Um, whether or not they ever remaster it, we'll see. But yeah, had some yeah. new ideas for the time. House of Ashes is the best one out of the new trilogy. So uh, Yago agrees with you. Yeah, and they also yeah. announced the new one, which is like uh, documentarians go to a serial killer's house and really crazy stuff happens that's the new one that's going to come out uh oh they do the tease at the end they again? do the tease yeah yeah okay so, yeah that's the new one that they just announced which looks okay really cool. all right they're gonna uh, keep it going of... i hope i hope this just goes forever because i feel like they're this is an underserved market for like yeah they're great games or games are they cool and i i actually play them with my wife we just sit there and you know we do it together so i, I just haven't do the, the movie of theater mode where you swap over the controller or we haven't yet no we did we did little hope well we did both the normal way where basically i play and she just makes the decisions actually got it on man of madon i actually forced her to play and you know when you have like the quick time events when you're running or something yeah you know you have to push the button fast she failed like all the time so like everyone just died like everyone was dead hilarious yeah, yeah so fun. now now they have a mode where you can, I don't think this was in the other games, but you can lower the difficulty and it gives you way more time. So you can put it oh. and then, and then if you're playing in a uh, movie night mode where everybody gets controls a different character, each character can choose their level of difficulty. So you can have That's one person cool. who maybe doesn't play video games a lot. They can put it on the lowest setting. And then somebody like me, I put it on lethal. So like the quick time events are like <laughs> split second, you know, like if I mess up, I'm cool. dead. So yeah, it's very cool. Um, but yeah, I, say- I, I, Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was going to say, um, I, for every time all I play one of those games, I get yeah. the full group together and we do movie night where we, where That's everybody awesome. gets one character and we just pass the controller around. It's so good. Yeah. I haven't done that yet. I talked to kind of some of these guys that we play that we could do. That'd be very, that'd be cool to do, but I haven't done it yet. Um, I don't know this game. Phantasmagoria. Mm-hmm. Don't know it. I thought it was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, yeah Bizzle, if you can give me some context or i could look mm-hmm. it up but i don't know it um we've got a resident evil 7 yeah very very good i think most people agree uh slow-mo said the new one uh travis called the devil in me that's cool yeah the devil in me that's the one that's coming out uh Fa- cool. phantasmagoria was um like a point and click okay it's, it's going old. way back it's a, it's yeah. an old game yeah, yeah it's old game. okay oh, it's cool uh mm-hmm. alien isolation another one that people hold up yeah no doubt that one People are split on it, and I totally under- agree that it's like a game that should be split because there's just so much standing around and waiting. Like that's the worst part about that is that there, there, there is a horror element to it, but there's also like a lot of like, all right, I'm in this locker, I've been here for like four minutes, and I'm waiting for the alien to leave, and he's just not yeah, leaving. Yeah, yeah. 
you know it's just like all right now i'm bored more than i'm scared and that's a, that i feel like that. condemned was the one i was going to bring up that's what i was mo I, trust me i was waiting to say it mo that's condemned one of my is go- one of my favorite games yeah. and the sequel i thought you know it did some weird stuff but it, i thought it lived up to it and it, it the worst of all it delivered the promise of a third game ended on a cliffhanger and we never got the third game we never I, got it and nope. the guy who owns the rights to condemned is just some random dude in the industry who acquired it by like it's like he won it in like a poker game like it's so insane that that person has it and i uh, saw he tweeted a couple years ago he was like hey i own the right to condemn dm me if you have any ideas of what i should do with it like hmm. just like crazy stuff like that where like I, I bemoan the loss of a condemned three every like every year I remember it. And I'm like, damn it, that game. Why did why did it not get its sequel? So. Condemned is it's in my top three, basically. It's way up there. Um yeah, when so Xbox good. 360 launched, it was a launch game for 360, and I bought 360 at launch, midnight launch, and I bought six games with it. Condemned was one of them. And I back the then I had six games. You can guess. Go ahead. Perfect I don't even know if zero. I remember. Yep. Quake. Nope. Oh, damn. All right. I'm already wrong. I won't continue. Uh, I, King, I Kong, my head King, King Kong. I would not uh, have guessed that one, but I guess you bought it because it was a visual showcasing. Yes. Not because you thought it was good. Madden, the, the new Madden. Um, damn, I wouldn't guess any of these. Uh, cameo. That one I would have guessed. Yeah. And oof. was it Ghost Recon? I think no, there was yeah. a Ghost Recon that launched I think with there was 360. A Tom Clancy game, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, or Project Gotham Three. Eric said too. Maybe it was that. I don't remember. Anyway, don't matter. That's a whole different story. Um, Condemned, yes, one of the one of the goats for sure. Uh, Fear Bomber calls out Fear. That's a good one. Um, it's a great game. Parasite Have you guys EDI. ever played The Suffering? Uh, someone mentioned that right here. Husk. The, suffer- the, the suffering. suffering, highly, highly underrated game. I never saw anybody talk about that game, but it was like very uh it was almost like too extreme like the cussing and the level of like violence and gore in it was like i remember he- it was like it was like pre-torture porn when that because was they were talking about like a uh, limb dismemberment and yeah and, and like, like yeah and torture in prisons and there was like references yeah. to like killing women and like all this stuff where i was just like jesus dude this game is <laughs> and i was like in middle school when that came out i should not have been playing that game but my i had no parental guardianship as a kid so i just was out here playing the suffering um but it was like a it was like ahead of the curve on the whole torture porn thing because now that's like normal like oh yeah of course I'm gonna see somebody's head like chopped off that's just that's just me getting my my TV time in you know uh, <laughs> but but back then it was like shocking and and that game is really cool um, mm. I I recommend that to anybody who I mean you can't play it now the graphics are just not not there but I, I yeah it's tough it was really cool. It's tough to go back to some of these games. Uh, Diego says, anyone remember Nightmare Creatures? I don't. Never heard of that. No, I don't know what that is. Hmm. And Mo called out Manhunt as well, which that's a that's one of those Rockstar franchises that yeah. people you know keep calling to hopefully be brought back. I got, got, got you, think, you think eventually people will just be like, hey, can I get something new? You know, everybody wants everything to be redone and remade. I'm getting tired of it, man. Yeah, I mean, they can I do know. both. Yeah, you could, you know. Indies kind of exist to, uh, you know, yeah. expand the kind of yeah. currents of games, you know. That yeah. Wouldn't yeah, have Returnal I, if you didn't have, you know, the first roguelikes that were indie games, you know what I mean? Sure. So, I have a question for you guys. Very, very specific. 
what is the scariest moment you've ever had in a video game? Like just a moment, not necessarily the entire game. Yeah, a moment. I in got the you. Game. Oh, I already know so, mine. So it. two come to mind for me. I don't know if they actually were, but it's just what sticks in your head, you know. So sure. go ahead, Travis. Yeah, mine is in Condemned, the first game. Okay, one of mine is in Condemned as well. Uh, it's Whoa. the time where you're hunting the matchmaker serial killer. And you go into a shopping mall and it's filled with mannequin dolls. And yep. some of them are actually people. Yep. Uh, and nope. there's one moment where you're walking through the mall and then you turn around and some mannequins have clearly moved and they're like standing right behind you. Dude. Mo said the and same thing. Yeah. No. That one, Dan, Dan, did you ever play it? No, absolutely not. That okay. Moment, so like literally I, I, I saw the mannequin in a different place and my reaction was to go, nope. And I turned around and I went back into the bathroom and I hid in the stall for like five minutes. I just would not leave. I was like, I'm not leaving the stall. I'm going in here and I'm hanging yeah. up. And the second one is also in Condemned, but it's Condemned 2. There's a part in like the first game where you're going through a ratty apartments and you're like beating up all these drug addled like criminals. And then you can explore in that game and that game more than condemned one, it like encourages exploration. And there's one apartment you can go into one apartment room where there's nothing in it. And there's no, there's no enemies. You're not in like a fighting part of the game, but if you go into the bathroom and you look in the mirror, it triggers an enemy to spawn right behind you. And they <laughs> just come. It's like, right when you look in the mirror and that one, like I wasn't playing when that happened. It was, I gave the controller to somebody else. We were like getting through it together, but he like dropped the controller and was like, no, nope, I'm not playing this game anymore. Like this is insane. So, uh, but yeah, the, the mannequin department store and condemned is like the one I will always think of. Like that was like, I was paralyzed. I was like, I don't know if I can beat this game. I'm just going to have to hide in this, this bathroom. 100% stall. with you. 100% yeah. with you. When is I got the 360 launch. Yeah, no, oh, it exactly. It was when I got the 360 at launch and I was playing that I had a at the time I had a home theater that was a projector screen it was huge almost a hundred inch screen and I had surround sound back then and remember when 360 came out it was the first they started getting into surround sound and higher visuals like 720p and stuff at the time so anyway you go in the department store like you just said the mannequins and they're all over the place just standing there right there's one part to your to your point there's part where they're you look and they're in different spots and you're like what the hell but like other games like Silent Hill had kind of done that too, where things are in different places, like the nurses, you know, in Silent Hill. The one part that got me is I'm like moving at snail's pace through there because I'm scared shitless. And you, there's a mannequin like here, right? So you walk by and he's like here. And you walk by and as you get like five steps past him, in the surround sound, I heard him walking away. And I yeah. turned around and that mannequin that was standing there was literally walking away from me. So it wasn't even coming after me, but it was the mere fact to your point Jesus. that this thing that was just standing there just walked out of the room yeah. and all these other mannequins now I'm suspect of. Yeah. And I, to your point, I was just like, I, I don't know how I'm going to get through this part. I don't, that, I don't know. That, that game, man. The, the other one that we should talk about is uh, PT. That game. So PT's that, up I there. Mean, obviously just a it was just a demo but like it has moments in it that are like legendary tier like scariness uh, yeah i actually think kojima should be making horror games because all of his games basically don't make sense anyway and i feel like i've that's, said the same thing many it's times perfect it's perfect for a horror yeah the horror genre yeah my my other one was actually silent hill 2 um mm. there's a part in that game that sticks out to me where uh as usual you're like in the middle of somewhere dark and creepy 
and you walk into this room and you can't see the other end of the room. It's a big, wide open room and you can't see the other side. So you start walking forward. You're already scared because you don't know what the hell could be in the room, right? There's nothing. It's just empty. And as you start to walk into the room, you hear a like a horse running, like a gallop, like a right. And so I stopped. And then you start looking around. You're like, oh, my God, I'm about to get hit from something. Right. And it kind of comes and goes again. It moves around the room, but it just it scares the living crap out of you because you don't know where it's coming from and don't know what's going to happen. Of course, Silent Hill being Silent Hill, you end up eventually once you're over the crippling fear, you end up walking around the whole room. There's nothing in it at all. Nothing ever comes. But just the sound effects of you thinking you're about to be attacked from some angle just scared the crap out of me. Crap out that's of me. Awesome. Yeah, they didn't even do mind. anything. They just messed with you. Yeah, they messed with you mentally. That's that's what yeah. made Silent Hill cool versus, say, Resident Evil, where Resident Evil is more jump scares, right? Like, I think yeah. Husk was talking about the famous scene where the dogs jump through the window for the first time. Dude, which, that's what I can't deal with. Yeah. So, the jump know, scares? I, oh, I can't do it. Yeah, those but, dogs scared all of us. Everybody that yeah. plays Resident Evil, those dogs scared the shit See, out of us. See, I'm going to sound like a giant puss right now when I tell you what. You guys remember the, I think they were called the Boys of Silence from Bioshock Infinite. And you're at that panel and you're doing something on the panel. And then you kind of get up from the panel, your first person view, and you turn around and that thing is right in your face. And it just goes, ah! or whatever the <laughs> hell it does. It just screams and then blows up or goes away or something. That was it. I've played that through that three times and I always forget it happens and it gets me every single time. I have to stop playing for like 15 minutes because my ticker's about to go. Oh my God. That's it. That's so all. I, I will say Dead Space. Dead, somebody brought Dead Space into the game. Yeah, we got to call out Dead Space. Yeah. I, I think yeah. Dead Space is a great game, but I never felt scared by that game. I, I feel like because I had so much power, you know, like, like you're just like, oh yeah, I'm just like shooting people's limbs off. Like I'm dope, dude. Uh, so I never felt like scared like the games like in condemned you have like three bullets and a pipe that's why it's scary like you have a you're fighting with like a wrench or something the, or the, the first person melee was was kind of really uh it was nuts like Ahead visceral time. at the time yeah yeah, it was, yeah 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 very much so uh but yeah. like in uh, the the reason dead space never scared me is just because i always felt like i was a badass and it's kind of hard to create horror mm. if you're a badass but those games are still fantastic especially the first one i'll always love yeah. that first game so much yeah i love the first and second mo called out the scientology church in dead space 2 i thought i dead space 1 is the better horror game dead space 2 is the better overall game in my opinion um, really reveal yeah we don't i i, I kind of much. i kind of only played two a little bit i like the twist in three which i won't spoil here in case it you know it becomes popular yeah. later but the twist in three <laughs> is fantastic it's like what like yeah, how, yeah. <laughs> Because you're thinking the game like, okay, how could I get crazier than two? And then in three, it is crazier than two. So, yeah. Pompa calls that probably the one I remember the least about, but I do remember the gameplay being good. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Um, Pompa calls out Little Nightmares, fantastic games, uh, especially Little Nightmares 2. Um, yeah, so there's just so many. Um, it's great, man. I love talking about this. So um, Yeah, horror, horror is one of your big things, huh? Love it. Yeah, and admittedly, like I joked, like Visage, we we've joked in this core group many times that Visage, Visage, excuse me, is one of the more recent games that uh, really terrifies you. It really, really, I you. own that game. I need to play it. Play it. It it's it's very. You can tell they built off of what PT did. One hundred percent. It feels very PT ish. 
Um, but it's just, yeah, there's parts in that game where I was like, uh, nope, nope. Like, I need to call my wife down here. We need to play together or something because this game's messing me up right now. So, nice. yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Nope. Uh, Diego calls out. We might as well, we might as well talk about it. Go ahead. Non gaming related, but what's your favorite horror movie? Dan, do you have a very short list at all here? Gosh, man. I, I haven't watched a horror movie in over 20 years, probably. So <laughs> I'm going to go back to like, <laughs> like when I was a kid, I loved like Nightmare on Elm Street or movies. Yes. So those were just like, for me, they're still kind of classics. Um, and, and, that was that's pretty much it like anything okay. pre-90 you know and and i can't really even think of one because i just despise the jump scares so much anymore it's just it's just too much for me like I, I, so, I don't i don't like that rush the worst. okay so we've we've got a lot of uh opinions already here so uh i i would definitely call out cabin in the woods here uh, eric says if you haven't watched that's, that's that that's on Dan, my list, on my list. Yeah. it's a great great movie um train to basan phasma says which is an awesome korean uh, zombie movie uh really fun i wouldn't really call it horror per se it is zombies but it's not scary um but it's fun um sadly well maybe not sadly we'll see but they're making an american version of it we'll see how that is uh slow-mo calls out a great movie the thing is a classic absolutely classic. classic the book's better yeah. than the short story oh okay uh, Hellraiser, another classic horror movie, no doubt. Um, da, 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 da. Mo calls like, out Saw, by, like Evil Dead, yeah, and stuff like that's that stuff I love, you know. Those aren't really Evil horror, though. Yeah. So, but that's the thing is like Cabin in the Woods isn't kind of isn't a horror movie, but that's yeah. on my list of best horror movies. Like for me, I don't yeah. I don't like horror movies as much as I like horror games because horror games you're the you're the person they're trying to scare and you're also the character in the story, whereas movies. They sort of try to scare it's meta right they're trying to scare you with the story but you're this it doesn't really serve the purpose of the story and so to me horror movies always have like really crappy storytelling almost always so i'm, I'm really not that into the genre but the ones that i do like either are i like them because they're also funny which i think is super important to me or they they manage to overcome the tropes of their genre and actually be good stories despite the fact that they're in uh the genre that they're in so in order of my favorite horror movies number three probably the original saw movie i just think the writing's really good yeah. uh number number two is cabin in the woods and number one is get out really wow yeah. we'll have to talk about that because i thought get yeah. out was incredibly overrated really I yeah love that we'll have to talk more about that, that. I know I'm in the minority. That was very highly rated, but yeah, I think um, it's like it's like almost got a perfect score on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, like I know. I just yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but um, I mean, it's yeah. also it's also not like a pure horror movie, right? Like it's a comedy as well, and like it's, I it's I different. like comedy movies a lot, so it's sort of yeah. Uh, Pompa calls a Conjuring and Sinister. So Conjuring and Insidious are more recent ones that have become quite popular. Sinister is a little less known. Sinister is really good, really good. In my opinion, uh, Diego, man, 100% with you. Nightmare on Elm Street, her friend was being dragged in the school in the body bag, scared the crap out of me, 100%. So Nightmare on Elm Street, if I remember correctly, you guys can check me real quick on Google if you want. It came out in 1984, I believe. Uh, I was six, and I saw I it when I was six. Five years from being born. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll give you guys a funny story just so you can laugh at me real quick. Um Nightmare on Elm Street was when that came out, it kind of changed the horror scene. It really yeah. did. Mm -hmm. And it um, like Halloween did when it first launched as well. Um, by the way, 
on Netflix right now, the movies that made us, they added Halloween, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street for, for October. So they give oh, you the history of how those movies were made. They're awesome. awesome. Please watch them. Yeah, they're great. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. So go to a Halloween party. I'm six years old. I'm a Ghostbuster because Ghostbusters were huge. And, uh, you know, my mom, my friends, it's 1984, of course you're a Ghostbuster. Yeah, I'm a Ghostbuster. You know, uh, all the kids were just hanging out, all of our friends, right, at, at my friend's house. Or his mom made like brain cake, you know, the goofy stuff you do as a kid. They had this basement in their house that you didn't go into because it was one of those old houses. The basement's like a boiler room, you know what I mean? You have like your water oh, heater and it's this in retrospect. Yeah, there's just you die if you go down there, right? So this is not a joke. Six, six years old bunch of us i want to say maybe six or seven kids mom goes we have a surprise for everyone go down in the basement right so we go down the basement there's no lights they lead us down there with a flashlight right kids walk down the steps as wooden steps into a a lift you know i'm old remember yeah. a, a damn wood panel lift walk down the steps right we're all following each other all happy right it's halloween we got candy and everything they say okay go down there we got a surprise for you so we walk down there no lights right we walk around the corner behind the water heater and the furnace or whatever it is, right? She had her friend dress up as Freddy Krueger, claw, mask, sweater, the whole nine, right? And literally hide behind the furnace and jump out at us and chase us. Six years old, right? Wait, wait. So did they wait till you had seen the movie to do this? We had seen the movie, which already terrified us. Oh, so you saw we, it earlier that night or? Hilarious. We saw it previously. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Six or seven, I, I forget. It might have been the next year, but whatever. Same, same point, right? So, but before we went, before we got around, and he jumped out to us. She, the mom, had gone back upstairs and closed Locked the door. It. Yeah, I bet. So, you got like seven, six-year-olds or whatever the kids, right? Where literally he jumps out. You have never seen kids so scared in their goddamn life, right? So, like, you've got seven kids screaming running to the stairs up these wooden steps, trying to open this heavy-ass latch to get out of the basement. And it literally, I'm 43 years old. I can still picture it. It still freaks me out. Like, yeah. who does that? Like, nowadays, kids would, would be... I would do that. I mean, someone I'm never going to be a parent. Someone would sue the parents yeah. nowadays yeah. in today's environment. You know what I mean? Or like, that dude would get stabbed. <laughs> or, yeah. <laughs> dude. I would it, do that. That's amazing. It was ridiculous. Kudos it to is those amazing. parents. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she was awesome. She was one. She was one of those like friends' parents that's just cool, you know. Like everything yeah. was always fun around her. But that moment, fuck, scared the hell out of me. <laughs> so, anyway, um, Nightmare on Elm Street was uh, definitely one of the craziest ones for me as a kid, though. Especially um, when they came out, two was really weird, but three was the Dream Warriors. Um, and there's parts the of the Dawkins song. That song rock, dude. Dream Yeah, yeah, exactly right, exactly right, dude. Do you yeah. remember the part in Dream Warriors where? You know, Freddie was toying with them all, and the one kid he literally ripped his veins out and oh my controlled God. him like a puppet. Yep, dude, I was scarred for life. Like those yeah. movies messed me I up. I never, I don't even know what you guys are talking about, but that sounds scary to me. It was, it was a mess. Basically, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, they took like six teenagers that were in like a rehab center because they were had addictions of various things, and in their dreams, Freddie hunted them like that and actually played into their addiction and screwed with them. Um, yeah, it was it was interesting. Yeah. So man, we could talk about this stuff forever. The chat's kind of popping off. Yeah, you're laughing at me being scared to tears. I know I was too. I do now. Yeah. I, I'm I, I, it's good to know. It's good to think of six-year-old Danes. 
I can't even. I can't imagine what you look like as a kid. That's, uh, a lot like, geekier than adorable. I do now, which is challenging. Oh, really? So. Really? More oh. hair, probably. Yeah. Oh, I had More a mullet. Hair. Oh, you know, no. I did it. Up. I absolutely did had a mullet. Oh, I absolutely God. did. Yeah, and not at six, oh, not at six, you but I think like ten. Kid. That's some. That's. I pretty much was. Yeah, I pretty much yeah. was. Ghostbusters, yeah, they, 1980. Uh, are, are you considered a millennial? 1984, I think, is the cutoff. No, right? I'm, I'm, I'm X, Generation X. Really? I thought 84 was the cutoff for millennials. Well, he was six in 84. It is. Generation X is before oh, millennials. Oh, right, right, right. I'm, yeah, sorry. Yeah. You were born in. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Born in the 70s. Uh, I absolutely was. And Dan, I don't know if you are, but I absolutely was a Stranger Things kid. But see, back then, they weren't cool. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I, could, I, I was a I was a Stranger Things kid in the '90s, and I was just getting dunked on by people in my class. I, I was nerds rule the world now, but when I was growing up, nerds had shame, dude. We yeah, had yeah. Like, lots of shame. Uh, <laughs> oh man, this is funny. This is funny. Well, guys, we have to live through the Reagan presidency, you lucky bastard. Yep. Oh God. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, obviously back then I didn't give a shit, but you know. <laughs> it's glorious. <laughs> yeah, I go. I'm 44, me and Ains and I are Generation X. That's right, baby. Generation X. All right, fellas. Man, this has been a fun one, guys. Really fun. Yeah, it's yeah, it great. Yeah. The, Dan didn't the... eat any candy. I'm surprised. I got like some Reese's candy. You guys know what this is? Uh, no, Anybody? I don't. It's a paper plate. Yeah. All right. Well, hold on. Let's let's see if chat. chat. Anyone in chat? This is our this final is, game is, for the night. Guess what? This is the is. alt. Yeah. This is the alternate. Uh, our stick figure, right? That's the right. that's the unlockable helmet you can get if you play. Yes. Come on, anybody? Nobody knows. You're too. It weird, looks. Man. It looks. It looks like a logo of um, the food from like that you see on like Pringles and stuff. Almost. No, that guy's yeah, got a mustache. Good smile. It's like smile something. No. No? Damn. No. Craig. Um, Come on. Are you Tobey Maguire Spider-Man from Spider-Man 3? That's that it. part where he goes emo. <laughs> That's it. Got it. Nice. No, you're not. Come on. No. No. No, it's, I'm telling you, it's a logo. It's, it's a logo. logo. It's 100% a logo. logo. Okay. A soup. Close. Getting warmer. A chili. No. <laughs> Am I getting colder? I don't know. Colder. Tell us. We clearly don't know what you're talking about. Okay. This Craig. Is, uh, Somebody says Craig. Craig from Halo. Close, it? No, it's it's this is good. It's Maruchan Ramen. Oh, oh it is. is. Right. Yeah, guys, right. yeah, I was like, man, I'm gonna go with this for the alt. But you know, this would have been oh, super man. uncomfortable to put man. this on. I got a little beard. The beard, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I gave up. Years. I gave up Tylo Ren really quickly. I can't believe you kept that mask on all night. And Ains, you kept it on most of the time, so that's. Uh, I'm trying. I, I keep it on until it fogs up. Honestly. Yeah. All right, guys, man, it's been a blast. Uh, thank you guys yes. so much, Yago Husk. Uh, we saw some people who don't usually get out with us. Um, Eric said it's 2:30 a.m. for him, so he's got to get out. But yeah. guys, I really appreciate it. Obviously, very generous with the super chats tonight, guys. Thank you so much. I will let you know when that goes to extra life. Um, it's awesome. So, um, anything else you guys want to call out, uh, Travis, anything to call out for this week upcoming? Uh, yeah, you can see my review of Riders Republic next week on IGN.com and watch my, uh, destiny show on Thursdays at 4 PM and, uh, follow me on Twitter at Ty Guy Travis. If you want to hear me fight with Ains on Twitter, which we do pretty <laughs> often. So it's, it's actually quite funny when people think we're dead serious too. 
Yeah, it's great. I also, um, I don't know if you know this, Dan, but every week on The Last Word, I promote this show. And when I do, I tell them that I have a show where I, or I'm on the show with a guy named Ains and another guy. And then I come up with a different description of you every week. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, like a different name? Uh, like like Dirty Wizard, uh, the the last living descendant of, of Sasquatch, uh, some That's old close. man we found. Uh, like just, I try to describe you in some absurd way every <laughs> week. Awesome. Well, I appreciate as, a, it. as a way to advertise the show, you know, get some interested. Who is this fossil of a man? This yeah. mystery man. This mystery yes. man whose oh, taste again. in games is inscrutable. Uh, so That's yeah. true. Man, Love it. Oh, you're yeah. such a kid. My... You're you're still a six year old with a mullet. Dude, I am. Inside. I still am a yeah. six year old, and I'm just gonna stab Freddy with this sword if he comes after me again. That's right. <laughs> um, no, but thank you guys, man. It's been a been a hell of a show. Uh, it's twelve thirty for me as I'm recording. Me and Dan actually. Uh, so it's been a late one. If you're listening to this later, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, sorry for some of the kind of visual things we we referenced that uh you know obviously don't get, but. Um, still, thank you for tuning in, guys. Uh, thank you again for being so generous tonight, for hanging out with us. It's been a blast. So, um, you know where to find us. I don't need to call anything out. Um, so, just appreciate it. So, big cast uh, Halloween special. I hope everyone has a good Halloween tomorrow. If you have kids, I hope you have a great time. Um, I hope everything goes well. So, uh, until then, we will see you next Sunday again, back at uh, normal time. And uh, thanks again. So, until then. Peace yeah. out. See ya.